Hi, everybody. I am Joe. I'm Derek. And I'm Matt. And we are the host of Beats, Beats Balls, Balls, and, and Bourbon. Bourbon. It is the official uh, Groove Machine podcast for Loose City supporters. Uh, this is our fourth telecast, and we have gotten a lot of great feedback from everybody. We really appreciate everybody that's done that. Uh, had a really cool thing happen where an uh, individual came up to me that I had never met at the last game and said, uh, you guys are doing a great job on that po- on the podcast, and that was kind of cool. Derek, how are you, sir? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing fabulous. You look good. Thanks. You, uh, you look a heck of a lot better than uh, after the game yeah. uh, on Saturday. Yeah, it was. Some thunderous action from you. I was, as well. I was feeling pretty rough after that. It was brutal. I couldn't feel my fingers for a few days, you know. Yeah, it was kind of crazy, Matt. I'm finally rehydrated. I started being able to sweat again yesterday. It's the kind of information you get on this, finding out that Matt was sweating. Yeah. And uh, that's good. To, it's yeah. good to know. It's, sweating is important. Mm-hmm. You know that. It's the way that your body, you know, cools itself off. It's good information to have. Yeah, that, that, that somewhat wasn't really happening on Saturday. <laughs> there wasn't a whole lot of cool. No. So, um Let's begin by thanking the folks that were on last week, Kenny uh, Alward and Ken Luther and Lance McGarvey, who did a fantastic job. So we want to thank them. And we're looking forward to our three guests today. Brad Estes, the president of the team, is here. And, uh, Derek, that's kind of cool that we, the president is kind enough to come on the show, don't you think? It's always a pleasure to have a visit from the president. It is. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, he's a pretty cool guy. I know he's listening, but I would say that anyway. <laughs> I'm not trying to butter him up or anything. <laughs> No, he really is a good guy. And then one of our capos, uh, Matt Dalton, is here. He's already here. He's uh, waving. He's waving even though he's not on the camera. Our, if our camera could right. reach that far over. Yeah. And then uh, something we could. Really, we're just not going to. Yeah. <laughs> not yet, though. And then uh, Shona Farmer is here. We're going to start pushing um, the Angel Share stuff a lot because it's a really good thing. Um, I know that they're talking about it on the other podcasts. And let's talk about the other podcasts just to mention them real quick, of course. We have uh, Derby City Ultras. They took some weeks off, but apparently they did mm-hmm. it again last week. Jordan apparently was a little yeah. bit under the weather. Weather. So weather. Jay was kind enough to give weather. us some uh, yeah. some valuable rat advice, I think. Yeah, so we appreciate Jay Kirkman you, Jay. for doing that. And Barrelproof, of course, uh, on Tuesdays. We want to thank them for what they did. And then we have In the House, the Scouses, uh, the Scouses House vod- yeah. podcast. They do a podcast. And then, of course, you have Howie, Lance, and yeah. Kevin Kernan on Saturday mornings on yeah. 790. Of course, so, this week, Evan cheated on Andy with a different Andy, so I don't know if there's some kind of there's rift a, there. That's not nice to do. No. There's rules. Cheating's bad. I think. It is. Mm-hmm. And then you have us, and like we said, we do, we do not do any heavy content as far as technical game analysis. We're going to do that. Uh, we're going to do our version of it in about a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, you know, we're looking forward to having our guests come on and, and do their spiel and talk and all that good stuff. So are we ready to move on? I'm ready to move on. Are you ready to move yeah, on? Let's move. Like to add. Let's, let's move. So, that. as you know, we do our uh, we do our game recaps a little differently. Uh, we do a little poetry <laughs> for you. Uh, Uncle Luigi is in a little bit of trouble. I don't know if you guys heard this. Oh no, what happened? Uncle Luigi. Well, I'm going to read it about right here, but uh, he's he's he he did Uncle Luigi stuff. So, uh, and we will include the game uh, the game uh, coverage and the, uh, in our very special way this week. So here we go. This is a letter from him. It says, hello, dear nephew. It's your Uncle Luigi again from D-Block. I hope that you and the boys are doing well. And sadly, I think that you all have surmised by now that I'm unfortunately writing to you guys from a jail cell. Oh, no. It's not good. I just needed to go to the bank. wasn't looking for this disgrace. But there were facts that the cops could not discount, that the money I was trying to withdraw from the place wasn't exactly from my account. 
That's, you can't do that. There's no, no you really no. can't. It turns out so here I, they don't like that. They, they, don't, they, look, they, they frown upon it. Yeah, that. they do. So here I now sit, and I know it's my fault, and at least I have no reason to pout or cry. That is unless I dwell on the unfortunate events that transpired on the 20th of July. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Now, our opponent that day was that team there from Bethlehem. At least that's what it says in their name, because their stadium out there didn't have any lights. So now they play close to Philly. You ever been to Philly? No. Trust me. Intentionally. This is, this is a freaking shame. If you ever been to Philly, with that cheese stick screwed up. And as well as, and was we all learned when we was little, Bethlehem is that place where little baby Jesus was born in a manger. And then these three wise men rode smelly camels through the desert to go see them. Oh, if they were that smart, I should have driven there in an air-conditioned Ford Ranger. That's, That's a good point. That's a good point. Thank you. And one of them had gold. Oh, who doesn't like that? The second had frankincense, that stuff that smells so fine. But the third one had something called myrrh. And I'm like, what the hell is that stuff? I would have sent his ass back out to get a couple of nice bottles of wine. But feel, feel free to join in. I'm yeah. sorry. I mean, myrrh, that's the stuff for when you die. So it's like, here, kid, <laughs> hope you don't croak too <laughs> soon. Take that. But once again, I digress. Shouldn't be making fun of these guys because they tripped me the desert driving by their fear of sin. And I bet if they had a choice and had a chance to shoot 36 shots, regardless of what they were wearing, I bet they could have gotten one in. That's the depressing thing about you know. Too soon, man. Too nah, soon. that's okay. Now, one thing good did happen. I, uh, me, Uncle Luigi, got a new celly. He's a songwriter called David Allen Moe. Oh, my God. And he owes me a favor because I'm paying for his lawyer. And I told him, my boys need help with the show. I said, our team lost a game, and I am much too sad to put my feelings on paper for me to share. So since you are stuck with me and I'm footing the bill for you, I think you should do it for me. That's fair. So David Allen Moe put pen to paper, wrote this beautiful song about the sadness we experienced that extremely hot day, but also to remind us that we's here to the end and there is many, many games left to play. So let's see what the song sounds like. This is uh, David Allen Moe sent us a song. It was all we could do to keep from frying the sunshine it was so rootless caused us pain but Marados don't you worry about us pardon we just want you to win us all Again, you don't have to call us to go to slugger, and you don't have to tell us you're filled with pride, cause we'll be there to sing, cheer, yell, and stagger. Through the door, even when you're not the wind inside, and we'll hang around as long as they're loose city, and we'll stand in the burning sun and the pouring rain. Don't have to worry about us, party. 
just want you to win us all again. Now we saw a big old zero in the final scorebook. Oh no, oh no. <laughs> and yeah, for sure, we was all a bit dismayed. But the only time we won't show, and I'm speaking for Derek, Matt, and Joe, is when Jesus has his final judgment day. <laughs> and we'll hang around as long as you're there, Blue City. And we'll be there in the pouring sun and the pouring rain. You don't have to worry about us, party. We just want you to win us all again. Okay, so Uncle Wiggy said that David Allen Moe says that this is the perfect Louisville City supporter soccer team. And I'm saying it is not the perfect Louisville City soccer supporter song because it's missing certain elements, okay? Matt, what would you add? Bourbon. Bourbon would be something good. Derek? Beer. Beer? What else would you add? Shots. Shots? How about you? Trains. Trains. And, of course... Bringing back Fondy. Well, no, no. <laughs> getting drunk. So we kind of mixed the new verse together, and we're going to send it to David Allen Moe and say we now have the perfect Louisville City Soccer Supporters song. And it kind of goes a little bit, a little bit like, uh, a little like this. Just wait for the band. <laughs> well, we get drunk at City Games because we like bourbon. And when we lose, we drink shots and beers. To kill the pain But we haven't done my favorite song in a while I think we need it for good luck It's the one with the gosh darn juju train <laughs> And we'll hang around as long as you're there, new city And we'll be there in the burning sun and the pouring rain. You don't have to worry about us. Pardon. We just want you to win one. Because when you don't, this ain't just much fun. We just want you to win us all again. I don't know, man. That was wonderful. That, that, that David Allen Moe guy, he writes some pretty good music. He's not bad, I gotta say. So what do you think? Do we, should we hire David Allen Moe for some more songs? Yeah. I think that's not a bad idea. Absolutely. So it was sunny, and it was uh, hot, mm -hmm. and uh, we lost. We did. How do you feel about that? That's soccer. <laughs> <laughs>
That's soccer in 95 degree weather. Man, I'll tell you what. We sat, uh, the second half, we talked to Sat and Scouts inside. Man, those poor folks, because they have to deal with the sun. Like, we had shade. The second mm-hmm. we marched down, we were done. They were stuck with the sun in their face oh. the entire game. I mean, that is just brutal. That is. But I guess uh, we're, I don't know what place we're in. I think we're down there somewhere. Seventh, eight, seventh. Seventh. Yeah, I think so. So, anyway, hope you all like that song. That was a song. Now, for people out east, that was a song parody of a guy called David Allen Coe. So, if you haven't heard that song yet, that was a little conf- Even if you have heard that song, it was probably a little confusing. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> but did you like it, Shauna? Thank you. Know. Okay. Glad that Shauna liked it. Okay, so anyway, we're going to move on. We're going to move on. We don't need to talk about that game ever again. And we're going to start <laughs> ever, ever again. So we're going to start with our first guest. Our first guest is the president of Louisville City's, the Louisville City FC soccer team. A uh, really cool guy who uh, is going to come on and very accessible. And I'm sure you all are going to enjoy seeing him here, uh, Mr. Brad Estes. Uh, who's, we're having, no, we're fine. Okay. I guess we'll have to give you a. Uh, no, I need this for the. You need those? Okay. okay. All right. But, um. We'll tell you if you're allowed. Cheers, everybody. There. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you for coming on. Uh, anyway, uh, how are you after that loss? Uh, <laughs> that's a great question. So I, I, uh, I wasn't really thinking about it anymore. How busy we could work. Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right? exactly. Digging up bones, as they say. Um, no, I, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. You look sunburned. You got a lot of sunburn. I am. I've been seven playing a little golf this week on Monday with the players. Yeah. Okay. Nice. So what we usually do, the first thing we do is ask you, whoever's on, uh, a little bit about themselves and what you did growing up. I know you played some college football, right? Did you I did that? very briefly. Okay. Yeah, I, uh, I got injured very early on and okay. ended up okay. leading the conference in shoulder surgery. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. But if you could just tell us where you're from, blah, 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 everything up until the point where somebody asked you to become an employee of the team. Wow, that's a lot. So I'm born and raised here in Louisville, Kentucky. I uh, went to high school with my guy, Matt Owens. Uh, really? know, I've known Matt for a long, long time. Okay. Um, we actually grew up going to church together um, awesome. since, what, five, six years old, something, something like that. that. Yeah. Wow. yeah. So um, I went to St. X High School, went to Marshall University, right. um, played, uh, well, I, I got my college paid for because of football. Didn't play a hell of a lot of football, um, but played with Randy Moss and Chad Pennington. Nice. Um, came back here. Former Jet Chad Pennington. That's right. That's right. Took you to the to the playoffs. Yeah, took to the playoffs. That's correct. Yeah. Now, what position did you play? I was a tight end. Okay. I was a tight end. Yeah. Um, worked in many different businesses, most of which would bore everybody to death. Um, <laughs> ended up going to work for John Neese at Neese Ventures, and, okay. and uh, had a lot of fun there. And he ended up um, making me an offer to come work for Lou City, and the rest is history, as I said. And it's been your third year now. Is that right? Yeah, 2016. I came on in a kind of a consulting capacity. Okay. okay, okay been full-time for about two years now okay so so 2016 you come on you and you're you're, you're not you're not the president yet obviously but you're, you're working for the, the team your initial like your first week when you're working for the team what, what was it like a chaotic um, startup business I feel like we're still in some ways a startup business um, this, the, these business models evolve all the time and so when I first arrived, I, what I saw, because I'd been through it before, I saw a lot of things that we could change to make things better. Mm-hmm. Um, and that there were a lot of very young people that were doing some really good things, uh, but just needed a little bit of leadership. Um, and, and 
you know, we, we put some framework around that, put some good administration around it. And, and, uh, you know, we, we continue to get better as a business. Um, we're, we're certainly not where we need to be. Um, but, uh, I guess looking back, what I would say I saw was potential. Awesome. Awesome. And when you, so you transitioned to president 2017, right? Or, and president was, uh, it was about this time last year, actually okay, so about, about this time last year. Okay. When when you're asked to take on that kind of role, well, I mean, you're now you're you're, you're you have a lot on your shoulders, mm-hmm. okay? Um, prepared for it from other jobs, something that you're really excited about. Any any um, uh, did you have any inhibition about it? How did it feel when somebody said when somebody said, "Hey, man, I want you to be the president of the team." I'll sum it up by saying this: um, a, a guy that I knew a long time ago, going to how I knew him, he told me, "You've got to be comfortable being uncomfortable." Hear that? And and so no, I, I'm, I've never been comfortable doing doing anything because you're always trying to stretch yourself. Right, you're always trying to do more. You're trying to do better. Um, and so no, I, I would not say I was totally comfortable stepping in. Okay. Um, and I think if to the, to some extent, if you're really comfortable doing what you're doing, you get complacent and you don't do a great job. So um, I was extremely excited about it. Knew that there was a lot of things we could do for the city. Um, had a lot of support from the fans, and so I knew every, there were all the. All the, the the key ingredients were there, and so um, I was totally excited and absolutely not comfortable. <laughs> right, right. And I, I have to assume that the first time you saw what the starter, I mean, the um, supporter experience is like in this game versus what you may have experienced with football, right? that must have been a bit of an eye opener. Absolutely, and that's that's the the main reason that I fell in love with soccer to begin with. I didn't understand the game to begin right. with. Um, but it's just a completely different atmosphere. It's a different experience. That's why going to a soccer match, I, I preach it every day, 10 times a day. Go to a soccer game, and I guarantee you, you will come back. Right, right, right. We can see that you've got those soccer nerves on the sky, on the sideline. <laughs> yeah. You've absolutely. developed the soccer nerves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can see you pacing. I can see you sweating. Yeah. You know, not necessarily in the in the purple blazer for the last couple of weeks, but, yeah. you know, I get it. It's like, you know. 130, 140 degrees. To be fair, I wore it against Nashville. I did not wear it against uh, Bethlehem, so I do feel like I played a little bit of a part in in the the 1-0 defeat. So I I will wear it. I don't care if it's 140 degrees next game. I will have that blazer on. I have to get a line with ice packs. There you go. I have a hard enough time buttoning the thing. I can't put ice packs in there. (laughs) There is no way. I have to. I have to. I I know your pain because that was the end of the streak for me. Yeah. Bum me out. And I was like, did I not sing good enough? You're like like a... I felt so bad. You're like the national anthem undertaker. Now. I, I, right, right. Yeah. So, oh, man, it, it was crazy. But the one thing about soccer. You so, saw what I did there. I saw it, yeah. The, in, the, uh, in the lower division, soccer support is, is way different than, I don't know how many, if you've been to any MLS games yet, if you've done that. Yeah, okay. several. And it, to me, it's a lot more organic because there's something going Sean Reynolds was on here a, a couple shows ago, and he said something that made a lot of sense. As our, our culture, we're all about wanting to hang out with the big kids. You know what it is? And, and we're not the big kids, quote, unquote. We're second division. But to see the kind of passion that we've had over the last few years and how organic and how real it is, uh, compared to that, you've been to MLS games, compare them. I mean, what do, what do you see? Do you, do you see big di- – I mean, legit, do you see big differences, no differences? Does it matter? You know, what is it? Uh, how would I say this the right way? Um I know that what we have here at Louisville City, we built ourselves, and and we built it one step at a time. Um, we we built it from the grassroots. I say we. I, I wasn't here to start the build. It was it was the fans and and the ownership group and the and the staff and the coaches and the players. Um, 
not not I'm not here to knock MLS. I'm not not an MLS opponent. Um, I do see in some instances where that is not built. It is it is it's just it's thrust upon the market. Yeah, it's it's just you know you go from go from zero to sixty without. Uh, you know, without warming up your engine. It's just a little different. I've never, and I I will never go to a person who's an MLS fan, even though I don't follow the league and I've got my issues with it. I'll never go to somebody that has, and be like, oh, you're dumb because you're an MLS fan. That's not right. Mm Right. It's not fair. It just, I, I'm not going to. Especially do that. to the extent that that's your your town's team. Exactly. Because you, you, I mean, we always say cl- club over league. Right. So right, that right. that has to extend to the, to that league as well. So if you're if you're from from Cincinnati or you're from Nashville next year, you, that's your team. Right. You, that, that's who you support. So and I just I, the, I'm just seeing that. And now you you really engage in the experience because you you come hang out with us. Um. And, and I know I can tell you to a person how much that's appreciated. Because that's not the norm. Um, there, you know, I, you, you've done some work with soccer teams. Um, I, I think that you would agree that there have been some people that are in executive positions that are a bit aloof, wouldn't you say? I don't. <laughs> For sure. Right. Right. So it's I don't I don't I don't know. Um, is that is that a business skill that you brought with you? I well, mean, you know, so it's a so personality thing. Like I said, you have to be comfortable being uncomfortable. I'm a man of quotes and analogies and okay. all kinds of things like that. So I would also say that you have to know what you don't know, and humility is important. And so if I had stepped into this role thinking I knew everything there was to know about soccer, um, I would have failed in, in my role. Um, so so learning the fans, learning uh, what, what makes it uh, the, the culture tick was very important for me. Cool. And it also helps that I enjoy it. Right. I, I, don't, I don't have to force myself to come out and hang out and have a beer with you guys because I enjoy it. Right. Is it what, something that you've learned that you didn't, a skill that you didn't have maybe before you started this job that you learned through being in the position that you have right now or something that you learned about yourself maybe? You never you never noticed it before, but now you really like well I do this or I don't do this or something like that. Uh, that's a great question. Um, I, I will say this: I, I've I've learned to be a little bit more diplomatic, um, a little <laughs> bit more skill. A, little, a good skill to have. Uh, a little bit more diplomatic. Uh, you know, when you have folks tweeting at you and uh, <laughs> and, and and saying you know singing uh, David Allen Co covers about the. Uh, <laughs> Uh, no, I've, I have. I think I've learned a little bit of patience and learned how to be diplomatic a little bit more. I have a lot to work on in that regard, um, just because it's it's my nature. I'm a Type A kind of person. Right. Um, but I do think that I've I've learned um, how to be more um, reasonable and understanding other people's perspectives. Right. Right. And do you want to ask? I'm good right now. Okay. Um, can I ask you something? I absolutely. If you were in a position of of a leadership thing on a soccer team, like you have been. And people engage you on uh, on a personal level, like you're talking about. Mm-hmm. How do you how would you deal with it, or how does that make you feel? Most soccer fans, from my experience, appreciate brutal honesty, okay. and that's from like especially club level. Mm-hmm. Just tell them what's going on. They want to know. It's like they're part of a team. They want to be part of the team. They want to hear the bads and the goods. And, you know, when people come up and they ask you about the club, you just be honest with them. Right. That's all you got to do. I mean, that's they that's might, how you earn respect in the soccer world. And, the, and they might not like the answer, but as long as you mm-hmm. give the answer with a straight right. face and, that, and the answer is is the result of what you're talking about, sure. Soccer fans are seasoned individuals. Yeah. We're, 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 we've seen the, the lowest of the lows and the highest of the highs. And I can't imagine, going back to when we were younger, um, I can't imagine the 70s with Twitter. <laughs> 
Oh, I, just, I, can, man, I can tell you this. I wouldn't be in my position because no one would have ever hired me. You know, yeah, right. we had Twitter and YouTube when I was a kid. Because, so. right, and that was the, there was a lot of social, there was, I want to use the word turmoil, but it kind of was turmoil coming out of Vietnam and everything that was going on. It was crazy. And I can't imagine what Twitter would have been like in 1976. <laughs> I mean, it would have been insanity. So bumping against that. It would have been hard, though, because they, don't, they didn't have smartphones. So they, they would have had to hit every button three or four times. <laughs> yeah, we'll get yeah. one of those, ca those Casio calculators. That would have been hard. Yeah. So, so though, I mean, see what you, we've got with Trump now. Think about what it would have been like with LBJ in the life. LBJ or, or Nixon. Oh, man. Nixon? Uh, Nixon? Or Nixon? Are you kidding? LBJ, oh, was, LBJ was crazy, yeah. believe it or not. Right, right. So uh, the Twitter thing comes along, and now you're you're reading it. You have, you know, it's got to be a little bit of a toil. I would assume social media being in your position. I mean, you are you're elevated. You're constantly in the in you know in the spotlight. It's got to be a bit of a pain in the butt. Um, it, it's not as often as you would think. Okay. I enjoy it. It's it's a good source of feedback. Um, every now and again, it gets it gets a little bit uh, I would say annoying, but it's not. It, it it's part of the job, and you have to love. Every every bit of it, and it's you know it's part of it's part of what I do. So. And and having gotten to know you, I know that you have no problem engaging with people uh, at a gentlemanly level. So that's what makes that's what that social media thing does. It takes mm -hmm. that it takes that desire to want to be a, a decent person because they don't have to look you in the eye. Right. You know, and it, it it wears on me because I try not to communicate with people like that. I really don't. So um, okay, stadium. Everybody's asking us about stadium. Got any new anything? This building looks nice. Do we have a new stadium? No. No. no, no. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, yeah. yeah. The uh, the new stadium is coming along. It's coming along very well, and I'm and I'll, I'll knock on wood a little bit because it's we've had pretty good weather lately. Uh, the folks at Messer are doing a great job. We're really proud of, of the effort that that uh, that they're putting forth. They're they're down to about 140 people a day out there right now. They had as many as 200 people a day working on that site. Um, the, the work they're doing is amazing. So right now what they're doing is they're excavating out the, the loose gravel that's on the field um, so that they can start building the sub-air system in the root zone and the pitch will go in in September. Um, the, the roof is just about complete. We have painting and, and then the, the bottom part of the roof to add. Um, suites are, have gone in, storefront glass is there, press boxes in. Um, most of the block buildings have been built, but the innards have not been built right. yet. Um, and uh, it, it's just, it's amazing. It, people, people talk about the frame, and the frame is obviously such a big component of it. Putting electricity in a building like that is a massive undertaking. I mean, and, and the IT stuff that has to go in and all of that, um, I'm assuming that all the contractors have already been picked for that. Everything's ready to go. You know, oh, yeah, yeah. Everything that's that's all set to go. All the contractors were picked a, a right, year ago. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you see? Uh, have, uh, I, I don't want to ask any any like really probing questions. We talked about you know the possibility of friendlies. Tim Malloy talked about that. Yes. Um, pretty exciting. Has to be to think about other teams coming to play here. Absolutely. You know, and we talk about friendlies on, on many different levels. Um, men's and women's national team friendlies. We're going to we're going we're gonna to shoot for those. Awesome. Um, of course, we want to play a big European or, or, or Mexican or South American team. Um, we haven't gotten into the details on that yet, so we don't have any 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 news report or anything to even 
to fake not report on. <laughs> right, right, right. But, but right. we definitely that, that's definitely going to be something that we're that we're looking to do next year, mm -hmm. um, and, and we're already planning that. I met with Hack and uh, and, and Andrew Delalo this week, okay. so that we could start to think about when would we want to keep a week open for, awesome. for next week next yeah. uh, next year. I got to assume with with the, with the facility too, we're being courted. I would assume that people are knocking on our door and saying, hey, it would be kind of nice to play there. Not just talking about friendlies, but I mean like um, schools, blah, 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 you know, like uh, uh, high school stuff. So I, I would assume with such a beautiful state-of-the-art thing going up that they're they're coming to reach out to you yes. to find out what they can do. I had a meeting last week with a group representing an HBCU uh, to, to bring in a, a football game, really a festival around a football game weekend for an HBCU organization. I'm really – um, excited about doing that. I think the timing will work out really well. And I think it'll be a really cool venue for it. Um, it. It would involve music, and I think you guys really would enjoy that as well. So mm -hmm. um, you're right. It, it, we, we are going to be the, the new coolest thing in town, right. and I think a lot of people are going to want to be a part of it. And you stepped into something, too, that I was thinking about. It had nothing to do with us, athletic events, concerts, Absolutely. music events. Also, uh, had my own experience this venue would be absolutely perfect. And, and I, I don't want to scare people because I say this and they're like, oh, they're going to destroy the pitch. It's not the case <laughs> at all. But like a marching band or a drum corps contest because they are, they are always looking for sites that are perfectly, you know, they, they have some of these shows in 40,000-seat stadiums and only 8,000 people, 6,000 people go. And it reminds you of an Indy 11 game, huh? Yeah, well, yeah, you know. So, well, you talk about Indy 11. Sorry, Ilya. <laughs> yeah, well, you talk about Indy 11. Um, Lucas Oil is where they have world championships. For the drum corps okay and um it is a massive revenue generator because you're talking about 20 some odd organizations from all over the country busing in the area eating local food bringing people to come watch it um though i guess that's beyond a little maybe what you're thinking but i'm you pretty much answered the question already that you're looking at the into things that are not just sporting events. Absolutely, there's no question. Concerts, I mean, we, we hired AEG to be the, the stadium operator. They run the Yum Center. And one of the reasons we hired them is because they are active concert promoters. Okay, cool. And so they're already talking with several um, big names that you would know. Um, don't have any anything closed, nothing scheduled yet, of course, but we think that we're gonna be able to get some nice concerts in, in the summer. And uh, you can't do too many to your point about the pitch. I don't right. want to have right. I don't have too many concerts exactly. there because the pitch is, is Come first. This, it's a soccer stadium, and we Absolutely. designed it to be a soccer stadium uh, first and foremost. Right. Um, but we will definitely have other events. And I would I would expect you all to hit up KHS AA um, and have the Kentucky like the soccer state championship there. You know, so Saint X can play in the stadium every year. Yeah, we, we, we hope so. Uh, I'm an old St. X guy. Matter of fact, i got to give a proud dad moment here. My son, who just started playing soccer a year ago, um, he just got into it when I, when I got into it, just found out today that he made the St. X soccer team. Awesome. Nice. Yeah. yeah, I was. I Is was, that like a varsity, junior varsity? He's a freshman. freshman. Yeah, okay, he, just, freshman. he just got there. He's a freshman. That's fantastic. And I'm, I'm extremely proud of the young man for his work. He will enjoy his four rings that he'll have in four years. <laughs> we hope. Are they, is that, is that is, is, they are the, the state power? It's St. X destroys everybody. Uh, it's yeah. like it's ridiculous. Our old high school, we were looking back, Carney, uh, they went one stretch in the 30s and 40s where they didn't lose for seven years. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, that's just, it's just, it's uh, pretty crazy. And that's the other thing, too, that we were talking about when Katie Harper was here. The youth game has been big in this in this area for a long, long time. It's not like you know, somebody's just going to snap, you know, somebody snapped a finger and all of a sudden it, it popped up. So I'm sure like what Derek was saying, they're also courting or they would also just salivate at the possibility of playing in a beautiful facility like that. 
We hope so. We, we hope mm -hmm. so. And uh, while we haven't had specific conversations with them, it's, it's things like that that we will be doing in that next level. Right. And I, I would assume, too, with the conversations that are going on, you know, people have been talking. I'm sure there's been no conversations bringing a team in, but the NWSL thing. And if you talk about that potentially becoming something, then you've got the two professional teams. It becomes now you now you're managing how much how much abuse that field has taken and stuff right. like that too. So. Yeah, that's that's what we would refer to as a good problem to have right. if, we, <laughs> if we had to manage the turf that much. Mm -hmm. um, but and, and but to be fair, we've we've built that so that with the sub air system and the irrigation and the drainage, so that we can we can really really manage the turf. Awesome, um, awesome. So uh, I guess open open microphone. I mean, you you've done so much to help us out. And I mean that sincerely. I mean, it's not just because you're here. Uh, you have a ton of respect in this community. You've earned it beyond, above and beyond everything that you've done. Oh, wait, wasn't there some sort of award you were up for? <laughs> there was. Um, yeah. Did you win it? Are you going to ask me to? No, I didn't go. You didn't go? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I didn't go. It was in Manchester, and, and, and the timing was hard. We were moving. Okay. Um, and you had to be present to win. And, and oh, I'm no, sorry. I, I did not go. Um, so... I can I can say that uh, that I, I would have won if I'd have been there. No, no. That, let, let, let me talk about that for a second because that that was all about the team. And so okay. the story okay. behind that nomination was team uh, loses coach, players coach the team, bring in a new coach, win the USL Cup, okay, okay. and all the while the stadium plans didn't didn't falter. Wow. We got our stadium financed. We got our stadium just, uh, under construction. And so if our team doesn't win the USL Cup, ah, ah, there's no nomination for that award. I got you. And I scored zero goals. I made right. no saves. Uh, so it, it, that, that really is all about the team. Right. Okay. Okay, cool. I'm just, I, I would give you an award if I had one. Okay. If I, if I, if I were to sponsor a, a, a president of a soccer team in USL award, I'll make sure that you're nominated. Well, that's awesome. <laughs> I, I would sell for just another bourbon. Just bourbon. Yeah. <laughs> so, so here it is. I mean, you, we record this, we save it. Um, people will view it. Open mic. Talk about what you want to talk about. The, the things that you want the team people to know about. Positives. Um, things that you want to push. Go ahead. Okay. So this is the definition of vague. Um, <laughs> so, I guess I would say thanks to everybody that that put in time and the effort to get the club here. Um, to, to build the club from the ground up to give us the chance to do what we're doing now. I think that uh, anybody that was here at the very beginning, raise your hand if you were here at the beginning. Okay. Would you have ever dreamt that we would have this stadium coming up out of the ground in that location of that beauty? Especially after all of the promises of this pro team and that pro team and the other right. pro team. So I guess my point is we wouldn't have that if it, if it wasn't for this fan base. Okay. We also wouldn't have it without the owners putting the money in and the coaches and the players the first few years winning. Because if they don't win early on, then maybe everybody falls asleep on the team and we're not here. Mm -hmm. Okay. And we're not there without the hard work of the front office. Um, but we're certainly not there without the fan base. Right. So if you guys don't show up every day, every week um, in the pouring rain or the sunshine or whatever right, you said right, before, right. <laughs> uh, David Allen Moe and Curly and whoever else was singing, um, Without you guys, we wouldn't be here, and that's and that's no joke. So I just really appreciate it. And it's part of the the, the, uh, the reciprocity of the whole soccer thing is that the supporter culture. There's such a bond between man between between the club and the supporters. It's completely like any uh, any other sport. I've never seen anything like it. I think you might agree with that now. Now that you experienced it, because I just I don't see anything. You don't see it in baseball. You don't see you see people fawning over the big stars. I mean, you see that, but you don't see them engaging with the people that aren't the big money ticket players like 
they do in soccer. You know, it's just, it, I don't know. I really yeah. think it's special. And it's also, I think, um, in a lot of sports, people root for the jersey. Um, here it seems like people develop relationships with the players. Right. And there are several players that have moved on uh, to other teams. Sean Reynolds, Mark Anthony Kay, right. Kyle Smith, Greg, Cam. All of our fans, including me, I still I still follow all those guys, and I love all those guys. I, I trade text messages with them. I, I, so it, it's more than just you know the guys on the field earning a result for your team and getting three points. It's it's a it's a relationship. Okay. It's very important. Hey, you have anything else uh, that you want to ask? I do not. I'm just glad you're here, Brad. Thank you, buddy. As as am I, and thank you for everything that you're doing. I hope you had a good time. I had a great time. You know, yeah, I really appreciate it. Appreciate that you can back in the in the future when uh, we have some grass or have some more news, you can come back on and. You can tell us more about stuff, I guess. <laughs> stuff and things. We like stuff. We like hearing about stuff here. It would, it would be my pleasure. I really appreciate right. it. Brad, thank you. Thank Ladies you and gentlemen, Brad Estes, president of Louisville City Thanks, Soccer Brad. Club. Real honor to have him here. And Cheers, so everybody. By the way, I don't know if you know this, but every time we say your name on the show, we do toast. Okay. <laughs> Good. So here's awesome. to Brad Estes. Here's to, here's to me. Hey. <laughs> here's to you. Thank, Thank you. Yes, appreciate uh, it. Ladies and gentlemen, Brad Estes. Uh, we are lucky. He's a good guy. Yeah, he's pretty good. I guy. like that guy. And uh, Matthew. Um, are we rotating around or are we going to have a nice person? Oh, we'll talk a little bit. Um, I think that uh, you have been here since the beginning. I have. And uh, to have not just Brad, but several other people who have been in ownership, who have been in management, who have been players, having the links that they have to us is pretty special. No doubt. And, I mean, it's – I think it's something that doesn't get remarked on, but it's not something you see all the time in, like, a sports franchise. Like, the president of the team is somebody here local. We didn't have to go out and find somebody, so he's already got the ties here to the community. Right. Ownership group, same deal. I mean, it's not like Chattanooga. Where'd the guy come from? Utah or somewhere? Oh, yeah. 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 The supporters, we've got players who have come up through Louisville. Where you got Paolo and Jeff D playing at the university. Whether you got um, Rich, Rich Ballard Rich, and Chris, is it Chris? Is Hubbard the other one? Who, Hubbard, one? Hubbard played at Manual, didn't he? Hubbard, yeah. yeah. Sunny and Napo. Sunny and Napo. Right, I didn't right, know right. Sunny. I knew Napo. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing. Thank you. It's just it's the you know I had a buddy of mine and he wasn't saying it maliciously. This was going back about a month ago, roughly, maybe maybe a little longer. But what do you get out of doing this? I was like, are you ser- are you seriously asking me what mm-hmm. I get out of doing this? Even if I wasn't heavily engaged in doing like the drum thing or whatever, I've met a ton of great people. Yeah. And if you literally feel like you literally feel like you're being part of helping something turn into something good, and that doesn't yeah. come along all the time. I, yeah. I mean, I don't know. We we wouldn't know each other if it right. wasn't for this team. Yeah, that's like crazy. we wouldn't we wouldn't have such great friends. Yeah. And it's it's like you know I, I look for it when we have home games. Right. I'm like, hey, I, I can't wait right. to see these people. Right. It's like every week, you know? Right. And in the so. summer, we have a giant six-hour party every couple of weeks. That's kind of <laughs> nice, too. <laughs> so what do we get out of it? Cirrhosis, probably. Cirrhosis. <laughs> liver, liver issues. But it's the truth. And, and uh, you know, it's really – it's awesome to see uh, people, not just like, you know, Tim was here. Mm-hmm. You know, we have – we'll talk a little bit later about a couple other people that are going to be coming on that are part of the management group and, and, and work that are employees of the team. We had Evan here. He's an employee yep. of the team. Great guy. It really, it, it, it's almost a cliche, but it is, it is a family. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's kind of special. You don't get that everywhere. We have no. all been part of something that we tried to start up that was maybe not a sports team, but it was a sports team maybe, but it failed. You know, and, and it hurts when it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And this one, it's just, it's thriving. So, Brad, thank you very much. 
Um, I guess we're going to jump right in with the angel share stuff right now, right? Should we do that next? Shawnee, you want to come over? Ladies and gentlemen, somebody that has been, we want to talk about somebody that's been there from the beginning and done a ton of work. Shona Farmer is uh, one of our bass drummers. A yes. fantastic, you're fantastic. Thank you. Yes, you are. And um, she's been a bass drummer, oh, three years? I think so, yeah. Three years, and, but also I want to bring her on, and she'll be fairly regular because something that's part and parcel with this whole community thing is that we have worked really hard, uh, you've worked really hard along with some other people, you can talk about them, to reignite this whole uh, community fundraising stuff. And uh, I really think it's important that not just us, but hopefully the other podcasts as well start to push this a little bit more because it really is something that can tie some bonds together. So first thing, Sean, I want to say thank you for for doing that. Oh, no but problem. Then, I, mean, I enjoy it. First time you're on. So tell us about where you were at and what you did before you started coming to games. Well, before I started coming to games, I moved here when I was 12. I've been an Army brat. My dad retired, and we moved here because it was halfway between my mom's home and my dad's home in Chicago. Oh, okay. So it was kind of like, and it was close to Fort Knox. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, that's true. Yeah. I uh, knew nothing about soccer until my daughter started playing in kindergarten. Oh, okay. And that happened because at the time I was with the police department, I was a detective, and one of my fellow detectives was coaching his daughter in soccer. How long were you a detective? How long did you work oh, for the police department? I, I retired in uh, 2006. Okay, so it's been, you know, cool. yeah. how long I put you? in a retirement, yeah. I was, I was on the street in a, in a uniform for 10 years. I actually and you put, put up in, And you put up with this? Yeah. If you guys, if bad. this was ten years ago, I would have locked your asses up. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know how how glad I am. I don't carry cuffs. <laughs> but, awesome. but you know, the police department for four years, four or five years, I was actually working in a neighborhood as a community organizer. Okay. You know, getting people together, trying to get them out of their house to combat crime and take back their neighborhood. All right. You know, and I learned so much about resources because that was part of the job too was to find resources to help the people in the community okay. the kids you know whatever and mm -hmm. I learned so much but then you know I was burning out a friend recognized me. she's like you need to come downtown and be a detective okay. there's an opening you need to put in for it so I did uh -huh. and that's what happened and lo and behold one of my partners you know, I was looking for something for my young daughter to do, okay. and he's like, well, you know, I coach my daughter's soccer team. You should come on out to J-Town, okay. and I did, and my daughter played from kindergarten till her sophomore year in high school, mm -hmm. and she even played for her high school team for a couple of years, and then suddenly she just said, Mom, this isn't fun anymore. I want to do something else, and All I was right. like, that's okay, too, yeah, yeah. you know, and, then, and of course, then there was no soccer in my life. Right, right, right. <laughs> And now, and, and now it's like it, it, it's like a part of your life. Right, you know? right. You know, and then I retired from the police department and went to work for the Commonwealth Attorney's Office. Wow, okay. You know, so. And you've been there uh, now? That's where you are now, right? Yeah. And you've been there how many years? Since 2006. Jeez. Let me I know, I know. But I just started in the grand jury about three years ago, so now I sort of have my life back. Okay, okay. You know, so no, no uh, staying late for trials and, Jeez. you know, because one, one St. Patrick's Day party, I was actually in court, 9 a.m., getting ready to testify. And then as soon as they settled the penalty phase, I had to rush over to Ken's house. For <laughs> <laughs> the parade. For the parade. That and I'd good. had like three hours sleep <laughs> because the jury didn't come back till like 2.30 in the morning, oh. Friday, Saturday morning. So, right. yeah. Bye, Brad. But, you know, it. Uh, I, I saw this Blue City in the, in the paper okay. about them trying to get a team, and then they got a team. Right. 
and they talked about selling tickets. So I think I got on the list. All right. You know, and to contact me when they started selling tickets. Mm. So, and the whole thing was to support a local team, something I thought we needed here as something to do. Right, right, right. For families to do, for everybody to do. Mm-hmm. You know, because really, there's limited amount of activities here. I still think. Yeah, there there should be more to do. I I, yeah. I totally agree with that. So um, that started it all. You know, and I met some, you know, at the time the Coopers had a message board, one of the old-fashioned message boards. Okay. <laughs> you know, I joined and I popped on there, and I think I met Jason Entz and Martin okay. on there. Sure. And then Jason told me about the march. Right. So I came to a march, and um, it went from there. <laughs> <laughs> and now, I'm, I'm not, I don't want to gloss over the base room stuff, and, and I'm, there's a time we can do that, we can do more of that, but I really want to talk about this Angel Share deal. Yes. Um. Tell me, uh, go, just go, just tell everybody about it. Well, you know, Angel Share has been a part of the Cooper since day one. Mm-hmm. Since they first, you know, I think became a thought. It was, it's a big deal uh, and okay. has always been a great, you know, effort on Taylor Sorrell's right. uh, part. He has always wanted the Angel Share initiative to take off. Okay, good. Um, it's been attempted in the past several years, but I don't think... We were there yet. Okay. Kind of like how, you know, the front office started out with nine employees. And, right. You know, the first year, I think the front office was overwhelmed by the response. The Coopers were overwhelmed by the response. And, you know, it was a gradual growth process. Okay. And then last year, Michelle Wilkins, you know, she right. was talking about it because the Luligans are, you know, the St. Louis people are outstanding fundraisers. They, they really are. They really they contribute are. so much to their community, mm-hmm. money-wise and donations. Uh, and she wanted to do that. She, she, we talked about it. Okay. You know, and I was on board because I thought it was, you know, I thought we could do it because what I'd learned in the past few years, we have people that have very big hearts. Right. Yeah, we do. And we have teams, players that have very big hearts. Awesome. It just seems to be the people that they recruit to play on our team. Right. right. That are very generous with their time right. and with donations and whatever. Right. Right. So um, that's how it all started. And Michelle's like, well, if you'll do this, you know, you'll get on the board. You know, I'll help you do this. Awesome. And yeah, she's did. really, really involved. She's done a tremendous job. She really job. has. Yeah. She's yeah. done a tremendous job. Helping she's taken it run with it. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. And are, are there any, now there are uh, the, um, the ladies, there's a ladies, Lucidy ladies. Though. Yeah, yeah. Are they? They're also pretty involved in it as well now. Yeah, L- Lily Matthews is a big help. She's been doing a lot. She's of awesome. Fun. I love Lily. She's, she's, Lily she's is a teacher, really great. Yeah. And as soon as class was over, like she does, she's done a lot of running. Okay. Because you know class is out and she's right. I've got time. Good. You know a lot of the other ladies they put their two cents worth in. Kathy Ryan, right. you know she's always retweeting stuff. Uh, you know sharing stuff on Facebook, right, right. which is so important. Uh, you know, and some of the others, you know, Liza, Liza's always the point of contact. Mm-hmm. She'll contact the charities and see if they've got a wish list. Right. Because right. some people, you know, maybe they can't, you know, participate in an auction or a raffle. Right. But they can donate items. So I was going to ask you, um, what are some of the uh, what are some of the charities that uh, you all have run with and will continue to run with in the future? Well, we're getting a list together. Um, I think Michelle says right now there's a list of 15, which I will tell people if you've got something in mind, Mm -hmm. uh, you can send it to us at coopersangelshare at gmail.com. 
or on social media and we'll add it to the list. We do research on these charities. We're looking for small local charities. Uh, we really don't want to focus on any of the national charities right. because they get millions of dollars right. and money every year. They get federal grants. They get all kinds of stuff. We want maybe some of the small, lesser known charities. Right. You know, because really us giving a large charity a thousand dollars really yeah. You know, it's a drop As in opposed the bucket. to somebody local exactly. that can really use it. I mean, you know, when, like, one of ours was Louisville Metro Animal Services, or actually right. friends of Metro Animal Services. I mean, they actually have a very small portion of Metro government's budget. Okay. And I think they actually had to release three employees due to the budget cuts. Uh, and they're always overcrowded with animals. So whatever we could do for them, monetary-wise and donation-wise, okay. you know, it helps. Right, right. You know, and that's what we're looking at. Okay, and if people want to get involved and say take on, like you were just talking about, Lily, uh, if somebody wanted to take on a bit of a leadership role, who could they reach out to? They could reach out to me or Michelle. All they've got to do is shoot us a, okay, on a message on Twitter, on Twitter, Facebook. Facebook. And what's your, what's your Twitter handle? Shauna Farmer 3. Shauna Farmer 3. Okay, and then the Angel Share has its own. Has its own. Okay, yeah, 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 they do have it. Yeah, okay. yeah, and then, of course, it's Cooper's Angel Share at gmail.com, too. Okay. and Because so, I know a lot of people. They're not on Facebook any longer, and they're not on Twitter, Twitter any anymore. longer. Right, They've right. all, you know, pretty much uh, stepped back yeah. from those drama <laughs> social media Believe things. Me. So, you know. Yeah, and um, if it wasn't for the team, I wouldn't be on Twitter. I tell you, I, yeah, I, the, the, that is absolutely the truth. I mean, I, I anyway, I don't even want to talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, anybody's welcome to to join in. We're going to probably need more help next year than ever before. Okay, and I was just going to ask you what what what. Um, do you have anything? What's the is there a, what's the next thing planned that's coming? The up? next charity of the month is Louisville City Power Soccer. Yeah, we which, went to that. We, we went to that game yeah. in, uh, when they played up in Indianapolis. Which uh, if you haven't heard of it. I had never heard of it until uh, Michelle and I met with the team earlier this year. And um, it's it's for those people that are that use motorized wheelchairs. They actually have special wheelchairs that are outfitted to play soccer on a basketball court. Right, right. It's very, very cool to see to see the people out there doing that. And they take it serious. They don't get around. They do. I mean, they're, they're into it. And it's, and, it, and it's all ages. It's all ages. Right, right, it's right. all types of motorized wheelchairs, whether they're operated by breath, by uh, a joystick, you know, however they're operated, these people, you know, they want you to join in. I think they're still looking for players. Okay. So, um, you know, reach out to them if you're interested. Okay. And the team did adopt them. That's why they are now called Louisville City Power Soccer. Really? That's awesome. So that's mm -hmm. really cool. So um, I guess the last thing I want to ask is if, 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 um, if a person had an idea, and I think you may have just said this, a person had an idea for a new fundraising effort in a new group, they should bring mm -hmm. that to you. Mm -hmm. You all read, because I had somebody ask me about this, and you all will research it, make That's sure correct. that it's that it's not that so you don't have to worry about you don't have to worry about hey I gotta go there's a, a, a club of some sort that you want to raise money for and you don't just wantonly just run into that and just oh, no, yeah, let's we, go raise we money. We want to make sure that they're a legitimate right. nonprofit. Okay, for, good, good, good. And that the you know ratio of their spending is correct, that they're not spending all their money on salaries and things like that. Right. We want that the majority of the money is spent actually providing a service. Okay. You know, and I'm all for the direct providing you know, to an individual, okay. you know, doing right. actually something instead of the money going to, say, advertisement. Okay. 
anything you guys want to add? Any, any other questions? Anything? We appreciate what you're doing. Yeah. It's awesome. I appreciate what you're doing for that. I appreciate the fact that you bought a drum and are playing with it. Yeah, <laughs> it's fun. I appreciate the fact that you help do help. You're just, you're one of the people that, you know, you're such an integral part of this that I want you to know how much, I, I mean, I know we all appreciate it, but well, thank you. how much a person I enjoy would, it. It's, gotta, it's really hard, good. you know, carrying around that 100-pound drum has got to be hard. Oh, yeah. 100-pound <laughs> drum. <laughs> well, you know. Monstrosity of a yacht. Yeah. But oh, hey. You, uh, it's a 14-inch bass drum, people. <laughs> you haven't seen it. But it's filled with lead to just prove that she yeah. can do it. You know? Oh, but, well, uh, through one of our journey partners, I guess you made a new friend, didn't you? Who? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I've been looking at adopting or getting a dog for quite a while now. <laughs> That's awesome. And I will say this. Um, they, Louisville Metro Animal Services has a program they call field trips. Okay. They occasionally have what they call field trip orientations. I went to one in April. What a field trip is, the training is like an hour at their West Mansuk facility right now. And a field trip is where you schedule it ahead of time, you know, through the day on a weekend or whatever, and you go to the facility and they give you a dog. And you take that dog wherever. You take them to dog-friendly businesses. You take them to parks. You cannot let them off the leashes, okay. of course, but um, you take them and you give that dog a good time as you observe how they interact with people, mm -hmm. how they interact with other animals. Okay. You know, you treat them to a cheeseburger or a pup cup or whatever. And they want you to devote your time to that dog. You can bring your kids. You can bring your family members. You can take it over to another relative's house. What they don't want is you taking it home if you have other animals because right. they want that animal to be the center of your world gotcha. that right. time. Gotcha. I mean, you can even take them home for the night or a long weekend. You can take them and give them a bath because, believe me, they don't bathe the dogs that often. Oh, okay. You know, they don't, they don't have time, and there's – too many dogs, not enough employees. Gotcha. Um, so I went on this orientation. And I never took a dog out on a field trip because I knew that I would want to bring them all home. And I also have a cat, and I couldn't figure out how I could bring the dog home overnight. What was I going to do with the cat? <laughs> and I didn't want to take a dog out for just a few hours. You know? And cats can just be – the cats can be a, a wee bit territorial. Uh, yeah, they Just can. a little <laughs> – so I, I, after I was on the field trip orientation, they encouraged you to join their Facebook group for the field trip and the fostering. So I joined the group, and one of the foster parents posted these photos of this dog, this pit bull. Oh, okay. And she gave this rave review and talked about how friendly he was. Um, he loved people. He loved other dogs, and he loved cats. Because she had three pit bulls and three cats, okay. and there were no. And I, I, I commented with her back and forth for a while about the whole cat issue, and so we arranged a meet. Mm -hmm. And I actually went to Animal House and filled out an application and got it approved, so I'd be prepared. And so we did a meet and greet at the feeders downtown. Okay. And the dog was everything she said, mm -hmm. and because I told the people at work, I said, "Well, I'm going to go meet the dog," I said, to see if he likes me. Because okay. I already like him. Well, that wasn't a problem. I knelt down to his, and he was in my face and gave me a hug and pretty much washed my face, you know, there kisses you go. and stuff like that. Uh -huh. I saw him interact with a great Dane, no problem. I saw him, you know, interact with an older individual, no problem. I was like, okay. So last Thursday afternoon, I went and met at 
and Westman Slick and I now have a rescue pit bull named Bobo, a five-year-old blue-nosed pit bull. And he loves people. If he were here, he would immediately greet all of you with kisses. He would <laughs> insist because that's what he did when I took him to work okay. uh, Friday. Right. And if he heard a new voice, he had to meet that person. Right. That's mm -hmm. awesome. Yeah. And I'm taking him to work tomorrow oh boy. because everybody, everybody <laughs> fell in love with him. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, what's right, wrong right, with right. that? You think they'll let me through? Because <laughs> I will. <laughs> You know, I will. I've got a badge. And that, is, and that was one of the charities you're saying. It's one of the charities. Well, natural animal services. Yeah. And you know, it just happened. Well, it's a perfect example. Perfect of, example of of making it better through. Exactly. And right. I mean, and if you if your life situation doesn't permit you to have a dog full time, do the field trip thing. Join Louisville Metro Animal Services Facebook group or, or page and follow that because they post the events. And I mean, it's an hour out of your time to learn about the field trip. And if it's not for you, it's not for you. But it's a way to get your, you know, your, your. Uh, Maybe find your own boba. Enjoyment with the, mm. Well, that's it. If, if, you know, if your life permits you to have a dog, but they also have a lot of, it's kitten season and they've got a lot of kittens. So I wish I, mean, I could have my complex for now. That I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but you could go do the field trip. Right, 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 right. You know, so. So that's cool. Uh, and I did talk to uh, the representatives uh, at Little Metro Animal Source that came out. Mm -hmm. At this past tailgate, unfortunately, this the, the games this month when they were supposed to bring out adoptable dogs. So hot. It was yeah. so hot. Yeah. I mean, it was impossible. So I told them, I said, well, next year we'll either do, do them earlier, earlier in the or, season, or like much May, later. Yeah. or much later in the season when yeah, it cools good. down. But I told them, I said, if the weather's nice and you know we're out here, bring them. I said, bring some dogs by. Yeah. I said, I think most people like the dogs. I said, you never know when that connection is going to be made. Right. You know. So, I mean, um, well, I want to thank you once again for doing all of this. Thank you. And what we'll do is uh, either yourself or Michelle or anybody that wants to can call in every show, and we'll try and dedicate five minutes to uh, to uh, to this and make sure that mm -hmm. the word's getting out, whatever you're working on. Well, they need to listen to Barrel Proof, too, because right. we're actually going to have reps from – we've been having reps from the uh, charities – on barrel proof. Awesome. Excellent. Excellent. So, well, thank you, Shauna. Thank you, Joe. Thank you for coming, and thank you for doing the bass drum thing, and mm -hmm. <laughs> thank you for being a detective, and Bobo's, Bobo's new uh, friend. And Bobo's new mom. <laughs> Bobo's mom. And, so, but thanks a lot. Really appreciate it. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, Shauna Farmer. Thank you. And Shauna is special. Shauna is a very good person, and I'm glad that she's a part of this whole drum thing, um, and I'm glad that we have not just her, but a lot of other people, Dirk, that are willing to do a little extra. That's right. You know, so, well, it's time. I think it's time. It's time? It's time to do uh, 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 week four. And <laughs> week we four. Have, oh, good Lord. Now, right. we have somebody here that's going to help us out with this today. So, Matthew, if you'd like to come up yep. here. Come on, Dalt. He's going to be one of our guests. Um, but we're, we asked him to come in here because I believe Matt Dalton is a bit of a wrestling aficionado. Is that true? He's seen a couple of matches. He's seen a couple of matches here and there. And that may or may not be a Macho Man tattoo. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so you got a macho, you got a Macho Randy Savage tattoo? Yeah, yeah. Andrew yeah. and Brother Liger, if you guys are into Japanese wrestling. Nice. Okay. You're that kind of nerd, that special yeah. kind of wrestling nerd. Yeah. Okay. For the ten years or so you wrestled in the states, is that true? Yeah. So <laughs> let's let me explain what we do. We've had three. What we did is we, I, I pick three people that are Louisville City either players, former players, whatever, and they've been matching them up with a wrestler. And then we take the three wrestlers and we have a, a triple threat match. 
And we script it out right here and we pick a winner. Okay. okay. So, so far we've had Magnus Rasmussen, who was represented by Bret Hart. And then we had Niall McCabe, who was represented by the demon. Finn Balor. Finn Balor. <laughs> and then last week, uh, Dobro, who was represented by the younger... Um, Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes. Yeah. So I can't are, remember the logic, but it was good logic. Okay. It was good logic, though. <laughs> I can't remember it how was a lot of there, but it made sense. You can go back and watch last week's All of our podcasts, by the way, are on YouTube. You should go back. You can go back and check them out. Cody oh, we'll, got the DQ win through, yeah. through Dustin. So we, no, it was triple threat. There's no DQ, so he just won from interference. Oh, okay. Ah, got it. Yeah. So now what we're going to do is we're going to have our fourth week. Okay. And we've got three people, and uh, I'm going to name them. Now, you all sort of hash it out mm-hmm. and decide what you think the person is who should be the wrestler that represents them. And this is going to be a little bit trickier this week because there's no current players. Okay. No current players. Oh, you but sure? We Are have, you going to name other wrestlers? We're going to we're going to name a current <laughs> we're going to name our current coach though, uh, Coach Hackworth. Oh so we need a wrestler that sort of fits his pers- pers- his persona that you would be like, yeah, I, Coach Hackworth is sort of like this person. And uh, then we're going to you know then we'll move on. So what do you think? Mild mannered, right? Kind of quiet. Yeah, sort of laid back. Right. Laid back. Now he's like the brains get with the strategy. Mm-hmm. Really interesting to talk to. Not really a heel. Otherwise, I think I'm, I'm going. I'm talking. Yeah, Hackworth couldn't be a heel. He's like he's Which got that golden shame, smile. I've got, I've got the person if he was. He, and he's he's he, he has a subtle intensity to him too. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's that as well. I don't want to give him. A, he, he's I, I can't match him up with a. A wrestler, I could maybe match him up with a. I can. Uh, he's a heel, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Bobby the Brain Heenan. I mean, yeah, that's, that's, I would go. I would go there, but I just couldn't. You see, he was a great wrestler. He was. A, he was. He was. Yeah. Yeah. He was. He was a yeah. And he was. He was a heel, but there was something about him. He was legit, though. Yeah. He, he wasn't just like some. He. You know, there was the Jesse the Body Ventura type heel. Who's just the cartoonish. Right. For the sake of right. being a heel. But Heenan, when Heenan talks, he was, I thought he had his idea. He had a reason for why he was being heelish. And not right. everybody even, did. Even he had a logic to it. Yep. What he was doing, you could see why he was doing yeah. it. Right? Exactly. Was, None of this has anything to do with Coach Hackworth, except even if you don't agree, I guess you can see what his strategy like, is in the game. He would call out Hogan. And if you were mm-hmm. a wrestling fan, like I, I was telling him, I, I, got, I checked out on wrestling when the attitude ever started. I was like, I don't need, if I want to go watch porn, I'll go watch porn. And um, th- so I, I checked out, and I haven't been back since. But yeah. he would, you know, he would call out Hogan, but Hogan deserved to be called out. Right. <laughs> right. There's inherent you know, sort of hypocrisy in a lot of these storylines, right? Right. Right. And right. He's just them out. So I'm, if you guys want to go with Bobby and Brandon Heenan for yeah, Hackworth, it's, it's not great, but I don't have a good answer for Hackworth. I was going to say Tully Blanchard. I don't. Another Ooh, heel okay. choice. Okay. Yeah, I like Tully. I do like Tully. That's a good answer. He also put Arn Anderson. Is that mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who was the guy that used to announce with uh, Tony Schiavone? Um, Mike Tanay. Yeah, that's who I was. I could see him, but I couldn't. The professor Mike Tanay. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. I, I take. I, I want to take Heenan just because it's Heenan. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah, the brain always gets presents. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so there you go. So uh, Coach Hackworth has been uh, associated with Bobby the Brain Heenan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah. I know he's a heel, but that's really, really high praise. That's a high praise. That is, it really yep. is. So now you have your current coach, 
So you mm-hmm. have to go to the former coach, James O'Connor. Picking a wrestler or somebody for James O'Connor. Completely distinct personality, completely different mm-hmm. than Hackworth. All right, little way more energy, like way more like I don't is the word nervous energy? Is that a fair word? Not nervous. What's what am I looking for? He's more overtly intense. Yeah. yeah. Um, Keep going. Tell tell me more about what you think. Intensity. um, O'Connor. This ASMR, right? Um, (laughs) He's you know uh, very energetic. Lot of passion. Over a lot of uh, energy. Mm -hmm. Not afraid to get in people's faces. That's for sure. I know. I I have somebody that I'm, I'm, but I'm I'm not part. I'm just asking. So go ahead. No, I I have somebody right off the bat. The Iron Sheik, baby. Okay. Sheik, baby. That's a good. Everything Joe just said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's O'Connor. <laughs> yep. Except O'Connor could string a sentence together. And, yeah, right, right. Sense. <laughs> and O'Connor would never have the Twitter feed that she no. has. Oh, that is no. the greatest Twitter feed on earth. <laughs> He's unbelievable. He's unbelievable. You think he got brain damage from wrestling? No, that's no, his personality. That's so they, he really is something. But, you know, um, yeah. Unless I, I can't. Yeah. What do you think? Iron Sheik. Hmm. Just, I mean, we're about to put the Iron Sheik in a ring with Bobby the Brain Heenan, and, and who knows who better. else? Mm-hmm. That, that makes it even better. So, you, is, what do you think? We go with that. Yeah. All right. I so, have a better answer than Sheik. That's it. Yeah. That's, I, I, I'm trying to think of somebody smaller and was way more, like sort of like a, maybe almost like a luchador type dude. Hmm. But and. I just, I just, the, the fact that you're talking about putting the Iron Sheik in the room. Well, there's Bobby Hinton. Too, but Coach isn't as crazy. No one's as crazy on earth as Bobby <laughs> Okay, yeah. All right, so there you go. That's number two. Now, the third one, also going back in history, and I think he deserves to be a part of this because he was the first, he's one of that original group of people. That's Scotty Goodwin. Oh, wow. Okay, Scotty Goodwin, uh, keeper. He was sort of in between. He's sort of, like, I think of him as sort of mm-hmm. in between Hackworth and O'Connor. Um, but he's, I would, I don't, I wouldn't see, I mean, you guys, you guys, whatever. He's a baby based on Right, right. That's what I was going to say. But there's no way he's a heel. There's no way. Was good. So eventually someone else kind of took the reins and he kind of faded into the background. Went on to something bigger and better. I have a name for, I have a name. Kane. He's the freaking mayor of Knoxville. <laughs> yep. All right. Very smart. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's a doctor. Yeah. He's going. He's going. He's going. Kane was is Mon- actually one of the smartest and, wrestlers. And he was. And, that and dude's and really intelligent. And he was a doctor at one point. Was he? Yeah. Oh, I think. Yeah. Yeah. See, I think that that's a good pick. What do you think? I, yeah, I'll take it. Because I was the only one that I was going to throw out there was Lex Luger. Oh God. Okay. I mean, but I'm not a part of this. I th- and I, I want to stay out of it, but I think that that's a I – th- I, like, I like this because now you've got Bobby the Brain Heenan, the Iron Sheik, and Kane in a triple threat match. I mean, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. That is a pretty amazing triple threat match. So we have now that – there it is. You've got Kane, and you've got the Iron Sheik. Gosh, the Iron Sheik. I, I, I laugh when I think of him because of his, literally because of his Twitter feed. I because I follow him on Twitter. He's unbelievable. And Bobby the Brain Heenan. Okay, there's your triple threat match. Script it out. 
I don't think that the Iron Sheik would ever make it out to the ring because he would shoot a never-ending promo backstage about how, <laughs> how much he hates Hulk Hogan. <laughs> he wouldn't even make it out. Maybe wrestling, he'd still be out there. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. uh, Bobby would outwit Kane at every turn and then get thrown into the third row because Kane is three of him. <laughs> I was thinking Heenan immediately under the ring. Yeah, I can see that. Right. <laughs> and Hines, let's oh, yeah. them beat the hell yeah. out of each yeah. other. The old hornswoggle. <laughs> oh. Okay. Part of me thinks some, somehow Heenan wins it, but I mean, realistically, I think Kane wins that. Because even at his prime, I mean, Hogan, Hogan pretty easily handled Sheik and... I mean, he was hulking up, and he was Hogan, but he took the title from. Uh, he t- did he take the title from? Uh, Sheik. No, Sheik took the title from Bob uh, Backlund. Bob Backlund. Oh God, that was that like was a legend yeah. back in the day. Oof. I think Sheik took it from him like a day or two before after I was born. Random fact. Yeah. Okay, so you got Keenan. So you got Heenan hiding. Yeah. Ducking out, and you basically got you got Kane and. Uh, I mean, he just, he's, Sheik's overmatched with Kane. Yeah. As good as he ever was, Kane completely overmatches him. Just on power? Yeah. Power, size, weight. Because Sheik was a pretty good technical wrestler. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was a wrestler. I yeah. Read. He, he was, was a, he was a straight up. The Olympics. Yeah, yeah. Olympian. So, is there any angle? Where I mean, I've stood be? next to Kane. It is unreal how big that man is. Okay. Are we going to get Big John Stud interference, maybe? Big John Stud's get... already been a... Uh, uh, oh, been oh, oh, that was a good one, by the way, because we had him and Barry Windham. Mm-hmm. That was with... Uh, with, with, with Parks, I think. No, with uh, for the deep, with the Demon. Was it the Demon? Oh, with that? Oh, mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. That, was, that was a pretty good one. Initially, yeah. when you said the Demon, I thought you guys were talking about the Kiss Demon. Never. Oh, glad oh, no, 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 no. In our special <laughs> main event... The contract and we don't this guy the dark match. Our special main event say yeah. on the card. Mm-hmm. So they so are we saying are we okay with Kane sort of like like Kane like she does his best technically, but just in the end he just gets overpowered. And Bobby Heenan sneaks out from mm-hmm. under the ring after not being a part of the match for a half hour. And I Kane crushes him. I mean, I can see him breaking up the cover, like just clubbing Kane in the head. Right, and right, that's what I'm saying. Because Bobby's a better wrestler than people think, and he's mm-hmm. the kind of guy that would do it. So, I'm, if, to me, it's down to Bobby or Kane. Okay. Bobby outthinks Sheik and, Ken, and See, Kane outmuscles Sheik. And if you're thinking about programming for a future four-way match, mm-hmm. there's no big power guy in the three that we have already. You've got Bret Hart, you've got Demon, and you've got uh, uh, the younger uh, Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes. So now I'm thinking you almost have to put Kane in there because you, you, you need a power guy in that match. I think that's who wins it anyway. Mm-hmm. All right. This is fantasy booking at its best. This right. right. That's, the that's the whole idea. Yep. So there you go. So now what? We got a fatal four-way coming up. We got a fatal up. four-way coming up next week. And I think we're going to do something a little different. If you want to yes. tweet us on uh, hashtag 3B podcast, let us know how you think this is going to turn out. We got Cody Rhodes. We got Kane. We got Brett the Hitman Hart. And we've got Finn Balor. Finn Balor. And we've got to remember that we're these guys are representing other Louisville players. For example, uh, Balor is representing Niamh McKay. Mm-hmm. And Rasmussen is represented by Hart. <laughs> and uh, uh, Dobrovolsky is represented uh, by, Cody. by Cody. 
and then this week uh, it was Kane who's who's representing uh, Goodwin. Oh, Goodwin, Scotty Goodwin. Mm-hmm. I like it. All right. Good John. job. That's fun. I like the way that is. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Um, you didn't ask the one I was looking to ask. Oh, another day. Put your hand on mine. Put your hand. I'm not saying. Okay. Our future content. Don't <laughs> yeah, future content. content. We don't want to. Because the next, uh, the way we're going to do this four-way is actually going to be a lot of fun. It really is. It's going to be pretty cool. Because we, have, we have stipulations? Yes. Okay. And right. we're going to have some. We don't know what they are yet. Brand, we don't know. They don't, <laughs> see, that's the whole thing. Is that they don't know what they are yet. And that's what's going to make it fun. All right. So there <laughs> you go. That's, that's our wrestling segment. Thank you guys for doing that. I hope you're having fun. I hope you like doing this. I do. Is this fun? That's kind of cool. All mm-hmm. right. We're going to move on. We're going to move on because we still have right. a, a lot of show left. And, and I think. We got um, some guy we got to interview, I think. Yes. We got a guy. Uh, do you know? I think Who is he, it? Is he here? <laughs> I'm thinking it's uh, Matt. Would you like to be interviewed? Oh, hello. Oh, hello. <laughs> this guy. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, play. we've been um, we've been doing uh, we've been allowing and wanting not even allowing but wanting all of the um, all of the uh, capos capos. I keep saying capo. I can't help it. You gotta collect them all, man. Capo. Remember what Edna says: no capes. Right, right, right. <laughs> so. Matt Dalton is someone that joined us a couple of years ago and has done uh, yeoman's work in helping. Not just being uh, on on the uh, on the on the scaffolding leading, but also now a, a uh, heavily involved member in the uh, I don't want to say I, said, I was going to say ownership duh. the uh, the the leadership of the of the Coopers. So welcome. How are you, sir? I'm great. Thanks for having me on. Guys. It's a pleasure. I'm really looking forward to this because. Um, I mean, I've gotten to know you a little bit uh, the last couple of years, but I don't know a lot about you from when you were younger. I'm a man of mystery. Yeah. So mm-hmm. now we're going to un- we're going to unfurl the mystery. Tell us a little bit about yourself before you became a Lou City fan. Uh, let's see. Uh, so I've been a sports fan like my entire life. Okay. Right. Um, I didn't really get into soccer until uh, it was it was FIFA. If that's <laughs> that's gonna make me look bad, it's whatever. <laughs> but it was FIFA. Right, that got me. That got me in because I'd always sort of enjoyed it, but didn't really understand like uh, the intricacies of it. Right, like some of the finer details, some of the rules, honestly. Um, and it was it was FIFA 09. Was Ro- was <laughs> Ronald was Ronaldinho on Ooh. FIFA 09? Probably. It was like Ronald was old and two other people, I think. Golly. But anyway, FIFA 09. They're on 19 now, I think. Right? Yeah. Okay. So high school? I went to Iroquois, Iroquois High School. Okay. South End. And uh, grew up here, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so you get out of high school, you're going to college. Uh, I went briefly to college. Yes. And it was a. Uh, so you went on and did blah. What'd you do? Uh, man, it's uh, random jobs around. Um, I did that too. I've been. Uh, I've been in like IT, like. Uh, mostly like hardware, like repair stuff for like five years now. So okay. that's I've always been sort of good at it, but I've never really wanted to do it. Sure. Like there's I don't have a lot of passion for it, but it's always sort of come naturally to me. So yeah. So I, I kind of always knew I'd settle there. Okay. And you come to your first Louisville City game win. I came to the first match. Uh, I bought season tickets. Uh, my friend James Hicklin and I shout out James Hicklin. Okay. Uh, we we bought season tickets on a whim. Uh, I didn't know if the team would last. That's uh, like a very Louisville thing, right? Like right, you yeah. don't the, the fire, the river frogs, like the, all right, all of these right. teams have been through here, but you never really know what's gonna stick. Uh, I sat in the back. I had no idea what to expect, right. and I and it was 
a show, right? It was amazing immediately. We scored a bunch of goals, but even aside from that, in the stands, it was unbelievable. Right. I mean, there's guys with megaphones, there's smoke, there's people singing. It's it's the it, it, to see that in a baseball stadium, right, where you can see people doing crossword puzzles and taking naps <laughs> and taking naps. It's yeah, uh, in the same space, it's it's fantastic. There's nothing like it. I was hooked immediately. And um, were you in the supporter section initially? Or? Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. Because they were the cheapest seats. There you go. There you go. <laughs> um, so uh, over the course of a couple of years, you, you start to meet people, hang out with people. Mm -hmm. uh, when is your first inkling happening where you're like, man, I need to get up on that podium and start doing stuff? So I initially started pretty much in the back and just sort of moved my way up okay. as, the, as the weeks went on. Uh, and I just started yelling a lot. And I think initially they wanted me up there so I'd shut up. So they could have me yelling <laughs> towards the crowd instead of at them. Because every time there was a law, I didn't like the silence, right? It just anything in between chance, I was like, here's my time. Oh, and just screamed, right? Uh, it, was, it was during the second season, uh, a little over half, a little, a, little, a little past the halfway mark. Uh, and it was Wyatt, actually who uh, I had mentioned to him uh, just sort of in passing, like, man, it'd be really cool to be up there. And he was like, you should do that. Right. And uh, Melissa um, is who really made me want to do it, right? right. She's right. the one that kind of, like, inspired me. Well, Ken, well, Ken, Ken's okay. Whatever. Yeah, he's all right. But Melissa, right? Ken's okay. And um, did, you don't have any performance experience at all, do you? Right? Absolutely not. So, no. so um, like I remember asking why at the same thing, might probably a little daunting from, from, from wanting to do it to that very first time you're now facing everybody and it's time to, well, you know, to, to sing into the microphone, if you will. What was that like? Dude, it was terrifying. Absolutely <laughs> it terrifying. It is. This is a pee your pants moment. There's like, what, a couple thousand people looking at you? Right. Uh, and you just got to do it, right? You got to hit the button and you got to yell and hopefully they'll yell back and they won't immediately reject you. Because <laughs> I'm normally a very reserved person. Uh, um, you know, you're saying that and I keep hearing people say that they are, they're capos that were normally reserved people. Mm -hmm. So and that's interesting to me that people, I, I don't know of anybody that I've met, maybe Ken, maybe he's the only one, but even him, that were just overly extroverted, mm -hmm. you know, and you're saying that you, that's not your general. No, no, I, I would agree with that sentiment. Okay. Absolutely. So um, has, has doing this, this capo thing changed your personality? I, absolutely. It has. Yeah. Are, uh, are you like obnoxious to talk to? Now? I, yeah, I mean, you're, <laughs> yeah, you guys tell me. Somebody's laughing. My fiance is <laughs> laughing right now. Oh, your fiance. Please tell us about. Yeah. We recently got engaged. Congratulations. Simone, off camera. Simone, can't see her. It's just, just imagine her. Did you all did you all meet through Louisville City, or did you know each other before that? I never knew. We actually we dated in high school. Okay. And then took like a ten year break, and then met Becca. I heard she was single, and was like, "What's up?" <laughs> and uh, and she responded to that amazingly yeah. smooth. Uh, come on, right? That, yeah. Hey, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we've been dating for three and a half years now. And then I popped the question uh, about a month ago. Saw that. Congratulations Thank to both you. of you. Thank you very much. It and is not something I saw myself doing, but I mean, she's the greatest. So well, there you go. Was it, it was, was it after double or nothing? Yes. That's okay. Yes. That's what I thought. I was actually going to do it then like right after the show. 
but I was sweating. It was. You should have talked to Cody, man. Got in the ring. We. Yeah. I th- I thought about that, <laughs> but I wanted it to be more like more of an intimate moment, right? And I didn't know oh, okay. like fifteen thousand people looking at you. Also, what if she wanted to say no? All right. <laughs> wow, that would have been nuts. Talk about taking a bump. So right, right. And then um, also personality-wise, you're saying that you were introverted. Now maybe not so much. Also meeting new people. Yeah. Um, is that something that you may have maybe not have done a, a lot of beforehand? And this whole deal makes you sort of want to do that. Yeah, it's absolutely the best part of everything. Like me, I wouldn't have met you guys. I know right. We you. I'm echoing that sentiment from earlier, but. I've met so many wonderful people that otherwise I never would have met because right. we you're there all there for like a shared interest, right? right it's right. immediate icebreaker. Right. And that's the, and, and I keep asking this because I'm not an introverted person and I've never been in it. Yeah, right? The hell you say? Seriously. <laughs> you seem so quiet when you're singing songs about whatever. And um, I really, I find it interesting that people use this as a vehicle or have been able to use this as a vehicle to, to literally change your personality. Mm-hmm. And and I think it's great. I, I mean, we, I never asked you this. Were you ever, I mean, were, were you introverted before this ever? You don't seem like a very introverted guy. I was never introverted. Okay, so <laughs> Matt, what about you? I was a mascot in high school. Okay, so there you go. <laughs> what, did, did you wear the thing, though? Did you wear stuff over your head? Well, yeah. Because some of the, some of the mascots haven't taught band for all those years. That the mascot kids are usually... Usually not that extroverted. I mean, they love. They'll do all the stuff with the with the with the, the you know with their costume mm-hmm. on. But you take the costume off and they go run and put it away, and you never see them until the next game or something. But anyway, I, really, yeah, I just I, I just when I take the face paint off, I don't bang on the drum. It's <laughs> 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 a little triangle. <laughs> but uh, so you, I mean, you're, you said that, and you've and you've met um, a lot of people here. Have you able have you built relationships with people outside of just saying? Supporters, have you gotten to know any of the owners? Have you gotten to know any players? I know some people that have become very close with players. I'm still sort of in awe of all the players. I, okay. I, I don't know. It's just something inside of me that's like, okay, you got Hey, uh, like what, I interviewed Nile on Barrel Proof, uh, and I had all these questions. Right? I did all this prep. I did like I read his biography or whatever, and he walked in the room, and I was like, ugh. Uh, right, right, right. I like the way you kick. I don't know. Like, <laughs> my brain, like my brain was coleslaw. Do you do you like bread? Bread's good, right? It was like the Chris Farley skits on Saturday Night Live. How far away from Ireland is the UK? Right, 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 right. How many fingers do I have? Uh, you know. So um, the the uh, like I said, the, I've met some people that have become really tight with with players, and, and Sean was on here uh, last month. He's one of the guys, that, and 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 Niall strikes me as that type of kid too, where they're they they don't let their um for, for lack of a better word celebrity because right. locally they are, I mean they are, yeah, they don't let their celebrity impact who they are personally, and to me that's that's one of the things that that will endear me to somebody is that they don't put themselves on a pedestal. Do you agree with that? I mean, it's just, oh yeah, absolutely. You know, Everyone, uh, I've talked with George Davis. Um, at length. I mean, the dude is like, I I always call him like the team stepdad. Like right. he's always dressed very like straight laced and nice at all the the events. But he's just a really nice guy. Just I've I've run into George three times. At, he he lives right down the street. I run into him at Lucky. Oh, what's his address? I, <laughs> let's go. Let's go do the podcast. From his <laughs> yeah. I run into let's him at Lucky. Let's grab all our gear and let's just go over. Right. Here we go. 
Um, Who are you calling? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a, you only hit three numbers. That's weird. So, so weird. you're you're pretty involved with Barrel Proof now, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, um, there's been a couple changes, right? Recently. Yep. Tell us about it. We sort of solidified the lineup, right? Um, me, Ty Smith, and Glenn Grum. Uh, eventually, they're going to figure out I don't know anything, and I <laughs> they're going to figure it out at some point. That's why I'm. I hosting. was the most common host on that show for over a year. Yeah, they're not going to figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Just commit to it. You're good. Um, what will will there be any? I don't want to say changes, but I mean, what's your approach going to be? Is we are are you looking to do any newer things with what you're doing with the pod, with the podcast or? Well, I think we're. I think the plan is sort of to let it come organically because the three of us, like the, the, the power trio that we are, uh, we're still sort of meshing too. Okay. Uh, I think every show I feel better about it after we record it. Uh, I really like the last show. Like I, I, I'm still getting comfortable with it. I know Ty is also in some Glenn. So, uh, so I think we're, we're going to develop our own style. Cool. Uh, just sort of naturally. Patrick's still engineering that. Mm -hmm. Oh God, God bless him. Man. Oh man. I mean, he's got a, He's got. He's, he's just got married. He's got a kid on the yeah. way. Hello. He's the backbone. He's, he's the, man. the spinal cord. Patrick Arkerberg is the man. Yes, he is. Oh, I, yeah. just, I just. He cheers. Is cheers. And that's Patrick what he's. Arkenberg. I mean, you know, Patrick. There you go. But that's for you. But uh, that's really the godfather of the whole podcast thing. I mean, they've been mm -hmm. around for a while. Okay. Um, so now here we are. We're going into a new stadium, and I ask why, and I've asked all the, the capos the same thing. Um, what do you think uh, you'd like to see start happening or, or uh, what – I don't want to say changes, but additions, because I wouldn't change too much that we're doing right. right now. You know, I don't think we need to change a whole lot. But what would you uh, – what, what additions would you like to – first of all, you've written some great chants, by the Thank way. Thank you. Thank you very you much. You really have. I mean, there's a couple of them. Um, you, you were the one that sort of adapted the, uh, the Scottish band. What the hell is that thing? Um, I will the Proclaimers. The Proclaimers, mm -hmm. right? Okay. Um, and then uh, there's a couple others that you, you didn't you write the the newer one to Butchertown? The, the I don't want to tell I don't want to tell everybody my name for that year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope you guys don't get mad at me when I do. No, that. that's the official name as far as like, that's yeah, the canon name. Yeah, okay, uh, yeah, two stars. Yeah, I did that one. Okay, good. So so it's great. That to me as a writer and musician, I love seeing. I love seeing people come in. And you're saying that I, it sounds like you didn't do a whole lot of that before. No, you know that's that's amazing. Not. See that's. There you go. That's that's pretty cool. So you, you, we're gonna get you to write our next song for the for the like right now. <laughs> yeah. Come on, keep going. So um. So what do you so, yeah. <laughs> give us give us a general song. We won. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, God, let's see. Um. So here we go. Uh. We're moving on. What do you, what's your vision? Uh. So I think with safe standing, we're gonna be able to do a lot more stuff with movement. Yes. Uh, Thank you. Derek and I have actually talked about this. Uh, he's got some stuff. Like yes, that I know I'm that. Really, really excited yes, for. Yes, I am as well. Uh, we'll we'll be able to leave maybe stuff hanging up. Uh, we'll be able to sort of make it our own instead of, you know, because we're running out the place now, right? So we've got to we've got to be mindful of all their advertisements right. um, and their facilities, but it's ours now, right? And I'm really excited mainly to start making history there, right? So, yeah, start making memories. I want to be able to tell, you know, when I'm 80 or whatever, you know, 15-year-old kids, like, I was here when they opened this thing. My name's on that wall. Right, right. And they'll right. tell me, like, whatever, G-Paw, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever 15-year-olds call. Right. And, but you, you touched on something that is super, super important. We don't live 
we live in an audio visual society now that changed in the, in the late seventies. If you were in a band, like when I was, when I started playing, when I started gigging and we didn't, um, I don't want to make this too long. I refused to put makeup on when I, in the early eighties and all the metal bands were all putting makeup on them. Like, the only way you're putting makeup on me is because you have to embalm me. There's no makeup <laughs> going on my face. And I was a cute kid. I mean, I was, you know, I had long hair. And, I've know, seen pictures. Yeah. Adorable. And adorable. I was, I was kind of cute. And, but there was no way. And that's be, but that, that was on me because it became audio visual. Mm-hmm. And you, you touched on something that's absolutely correct. What we do with Cheers and stuff like that, and I know you were talking, we, we've talked about, you know, a couple things that you want to do. It is audio visual. And the more audio-visual it is, the more interactive it mm-hmm. is, the better it's going to be. And it touches something, on, on Matt, that you're talking about with, with being uh, a little bit in, uh, inhibited initially. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are going to have to break that even though they're not wanting to cap up. Yeah. You know, and, um, you know, how do you think – what do we do to make that happen? Um, not to put you on the spot or anything. No, it's fine. <laughs> we give you my five-year plan. Uh, <laughs> Merchandise. Hey, Matt, hey, Matt how are you going to fix all of this? All of it. <laughs> Jeez, I feel like an idiot now. So the, so, so the question is like, how do we get people more involved? Is that? So what do you think? Yeah, basically, how, how do you get them more involved in the newer environment? Because it's going to be louder. Mm-hmm. It's going to be more intimate. It's going to be more visually stunning in general. So next year, I think we have a golden opportunity, right? Because there's going to be a lot of people that are going to show up just to go to the stadium. Right. Right. And so for me, it's a grassroots thing, right? You need to walk up to people, you need to introduce yourself, right. uh, you need to say, hey, we're with the Coopers, right. um, and just show them a good time, basically, right? right. It's, it's, this is how you build relationships. It's mm-hmm. like person to person. You've got to look them in the eyes and show them, like, this is, what, this is what you can do, right? People have to experience it in order to really get it. Right, right, right. And you, it, I know a lot of people have said it, but it takes one game. That's all it takes. Yeah, and it, takes, and it takes one one interaction. I make sure that I try to meet new people every time I go to a game. It's just my personal my personality type. I try not to be overwhelming because sometimes I'm overwhelming. Sometimes I'm like, hey, you know, and, and, <laughs> and, and, and people are like, who the hell is this asshole? <laughs> you know, so I try not to do that. It's just it's important to to, to I think for everybody to sort of do that. I mean, did, Matt, when, when you – did somebody talk to you first? I mean, who was the first person you spoke to when, when you joined this whole Groove Machine thing? I mean, somebody had to interact was, with you. Uh, I saw that you had put out the call for the uh, drummers before the 2016 season. Right. So just everybody who showed up to that, I was talking to all of them. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. I started in 2015 over by the first base right. rail mm-hmm. – or foul pole. Mm-hmm. And then saw everybody having fun over in the Cooper section, so I kind of gravitated that way. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 really important to try and get people to get out of their comfort zone. Mm-hmm. You know, you, I mean, you did it in a very grand way. Mm-hmm. I mean, being like you're saying, so did Wyatt, right? You know, so did Katie. Katie's yeah. the same. That's what I'm saying. Everybody we spoke, even Ken, to an extent. I mean, Ken's not a super extroverted guy. He isn't. I mean, I've gotten to know him really well. Um, but it's it's uh, getting people to step a little bit out of their Shauna. I mean, I, you never struck me as a super. I'm an introvert. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, um, it, it it takes a lot to be able to inter to interact with somebody 
who is like that to get them to not be like that anymore. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense what right. I just said? Because there's probably a lot of – because I wanted to capo well before anyone approached me or I got to speak to anyone about it. So there's probably plenty of people that want to join in on this. Right. But they, they sort of need that little push, right? right. They, they need to feel accepted, right? Which now leads me into your, I guess, new role as in, 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 uh, uh, in the hierarchy of the Coopers. Can you want to talk a little bit about that? Uh, yeah, I will be president for the remainder of this year. Thank you. Thank you very much. Sort of like President Brad Estes. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> I ran out. Damn it, Damn it. Would you like to lick my dewy... Uh, no, okay. no, I'm good. <laughs> Maybe okay. it was tequila, but... Okay. Uh, so so you're now the president. You're yes. the acting president. Mm -hmm. uh, tell us a little bit about uh, what we might be doing the rest of the year. So we've, uh, we've begun sort of reaching out into Butchertown and talking to businesses uh, about... Uh, sort of partnerships. I, I really want to get uh, the fan base sort of acclimated to the Butchertown area because okay. we're going to be spending a lot of time there. Mm -hmm. uh, and the businesses have been really receptive of it because we're going to bring... they are. Yeah, we're going to bring 10,000 drunks there. <laughs> and it's just really cool to see what it has already started to do to the neighborhood, right? You've got new businesses sprouting up. That probably would not have been there if not for that stadium. And it's already paying dividends, there's right? There's going to be like an infinite amount of breweries down yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. I want to drink at all of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, can, can you give us maybe the format of the – is there a new board? Uh, is that changed at all? Or? Yes. So we've got um, – so I, I'm president. Wyatt has remained. Wyatt Weeks uh, is vice president. Okay. Uh, Glenn Grum has uh, stepped into the role as treasurer. Uh, Anthony Leanhardt has stepped into the role as secretary. Awesome. Yeah. Good for Anthony. Anthony's a great guy. He's a good dude. He is. Everyone else I just named wasn't great people. Yeah, Anthony is the best. <laughs> uh, and our two new at-large members are Justin Mounts and Mr. Matt Owens. Very good. The returning, the crafty vet. The crafty vet. The brains, the brains behind just the operation. I thought I was out. <laughs> they pulled me back in. <laughs> So, all right, so we got a new board mm -hmm. and uh, wanting to get engaged in the Butchertown area. Uh, what about, um, I, I know Angel Share has become, uh, has, has really revved itself up oh, over it's, a while. it's been amazing. The, okay. The, everyone involved in that just, I. Yeah, I took my hand to them as well. It's, uh, yeah, um, everyone involved in that just pledging their time, volunteering, uh, and everyone who has given money. Just thank you so much because this is I have there's nothing I'm proud of more that we've done this season than Angel Share. The donors the also absolutely to so all yeah. the donors who have who have given money. Absolutely. Um, talking about now as a president, interaction with other supporter groups. How yes, we have been um, having meetings with Scouse's house. Yes. Uh, I you and I went over to the Scouse's yeah, house side. Uh, I think me not going over there is why we lost last game. Yeah. Because we saw we saw that banger from Hopano. Man, I was a From a great view, a fantastic view. Those guys are great. Yeah. Um, they've got a great view yeah. in their in their section, uh, and they're all. We're sort of all. The way I've been framing it is, we're sort of we're different armies, but we're marching under the same banner, right? right? That's exactly. It. Yeah, and it's. I think of it almost as like Army, Navy, Air Force, mm -hmm. different whatever's. You're armed with different cheering gear. Yeah. I mean, same, same I don't know if that's a very good right? analogy, but I'll pretend that it's good for a second. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, um, oh, please continue. I'm sorry. Uh, and yeah, we're we're working on uh, sort of like joint watch parties, joint activities, so we can so our members can sort of mingle with their members because right. I we're That's... on opposite sides of the pitch, and I don't think there's necessarily a lot of opportunities. Right. Um, but those guys are great, Andy. 
Uh, Evan, to an extent, he's okay. Evan's all right. Um, he's okay. Evan's good. Okay. Scouse is the greatest, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. Uh, um, somebody asked something, because I'm going to try and get Melissa on the phone here. Ooh. So please. Oh, Matt, one thing I wanted to bring up when we were talking about uh, – we're talking about community involvement and getting more people to uh, kind of jump into what we want to do. Because I, I know that we want our supporter section at the new stadium to be very, you know, movement friendly and, you know, whatever other words you want to stick on. Right. It. But, um, LAFC, I like to bring up LAFC because I like what they've done with their standing only room supporter section. I think right. that it's amazing. They threw a block party and they brought in hundreds of people, crazy people that wanted to go to a block party. And they pulled them in, and they kind of, you know, adopted them into their section. That's how they grew their section was by throwing this huge block party. It was a big community block party. They had vendors there. Right. They had all the different breweries involved. It was like one of those food truck events, only it was, you know, grander scale. But that's that's how they wrapped everybody in, and it turned it into a community thing because it's it's something that you know, like you know, different different folks want to come in, right? And, and essentially, and we'd be continuing the block party every yeah. single game, right? And, you, and yeah, and you're talking about going down and talking to local businesses mm -hmm. and stuff, like you know, it's a perfect opportunity. Tell the businesses, like, hey, we want to throw this block party. Yeah, y'all want to get involved in it, and then boom, all the people come, right? You know, and there's a lot of great restaurants down there, yeah, a lot of great breweries, yeah, uh, a lot of great bars. Yeah, uh, Odeon hosted us at our board meeting yesterday. Great, great little spot. This is cool. Yeah, tremendous building. Yeah, I wonder how we can inter we can. Um, we can include not just the angel share stuff, uh, but also upcoming events like that on a weekly basis when we're doing this deal. Mm -hmm. And we can coordinate, you know, however we have to do that to make yeah. sure that we're getting the right information out uh, to everybody. The uh, uh, status of the, the fundraising status, I have a question about. Uh, the fundraising status of the Coopers right now is what can they do and what they, because people ask me all the time, mm -hmm. you know, how do you, if we're going to fundraise, what are we doing? And I'm like, well, there's different statuses. So what can we do from a fundraising standpoint? And what, you know, what are the things that maybe we cannot do? Does that make sense? In terms of, so we've been. Like uh, events. Like, I don't think we can run like a, um, like a poker table. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. I don't think that's. You know, but, you know, but there's groups that do that, you know, and they have, they have, they like, you know, you go to a church thing and, and there's, they have a license to, at least I hope they have a license to do Because if they don't, I don't. But. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. So, anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. How do we get one of those, those gaming license things? Well, let's not do that then. Right. Um, you can just jump through hoops like Derby City Gaming did. <laughs> she got that. <laughs> That's like some Mission Impossible stuff going through those hoops. I don't know what the logic was on that, but. One All right. I'm going to try this. Um, she knows that I'm going to try and call. I, I hope. I, I, we'll see what happens. I'm going to try and. Yeah, see what happens. Contacting, ringing. I don't know if she's going to hear this or not. Ring number two. Ring number three. Disappointing. I really miss her. Potter, 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 Potter. Nah. Yeah, first sergeant, answer your phone. Yeah, first sergeant. <laughs> Where you at? Can we tell her to do that? Is that that's no. not an order, right? I don't okay. know. Okay. So I figured, you know, she's she oh, said that you know, depending out. on what her work is, <laughs> yeah, she's close enough. <laughs> but uh, anyway, um, all right. So we talked about the fundraising. We talked mm -hmm. about the new uh, group. We talked about future efforts. Uh, open mic. Talk about what you want to talk about. So if you've got ideas, if you've got contacts within the community, if you want to grow this, right? Because if you are a Cooper, if you are a member of the Coopers, this is your supporters group, right? right, right. 
It's not just the people you see on podcasts. It's not just the people you hear on Barrel Proof. That's correct. It's not just the people with the flags who are leading the marches, right? It's you. You guys are the lifeblood of this whole thing, right? So if you've got any ideas, if you've got things you want to bring that you think can make this better, uh, get in touch with us. The Coopers Louisville at louisvillecoopers.com. You can find us on Facebook. Uh, I think we have a Snapchat. I I don't know. Do we have a Snapchat? I don't, I don't, I don't know. I bet that's I a dirty Snapchat. I was going to say, I hope not. I hope we don't. We have Instagram. Glory, love, <laughs> don't you want to be involved in this, people? Don't you want to share this experience with us? <laughs> I'm just worried about my neighbors right now. <laughs> I, I am too. <laughs> And the purple goes marching. And one more thing. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's awesome. But um, man, I, I, I hope uh, we will have you on as as the new president. Obviously, we're gonna stay in touch. Uh, we'll have you on periodically. Uh, like I said, we definitely want to do the angel share thing uh, as well, and we can coordinate this a little bit more. So all the information gets out. We're all marching in the same direction. I want to thank you personally. Thank you for stepping up and doing this because it is not easy. Being the leader of a group like this, it is not. No, okay. uh, it's not easy to lead it because it's. We can go, we go back to the social media nonsense. People will will criticize you who won't put the shoes on. Yeah. And and I you know I, that's fine. There's there's ways to do that. If there's something that I'm doing personally at a game that you don't like, you can approach me however you want to approach me, and I'm going to listen to you. But if you come at me with Dur, dur, you're a big jerk. I'm not listening. Sorry. Quit beer bombing my kids, Joe. Um, well, and I, I apologize <laughs> for that. Sort of valid criticism. Okay. You know, but I did, I did apologize. See, now that you said that, now I'm going to wait. When he's not there, you're getting drenched. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You're, you're going to drown. You're going to be drowning in Bud Light. Just give me a warning so I can be, I can be next to him. <laughs> um, but honestly, uh, Matt, you're a great guy. Um, Thank and, you so much. And you've done such great work. It's not just you, though. I mean, I mean. You personally, obviously, uh, congratulations on the engagement. Um, you know, yeah. hopefully, um, you know, we'll be getting some more information on how that all is going to go down. Mm -hmm. um, I'm waiting for it, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, I, I didn't mean to start an argument. No. The, uh, um, but, um, you know, whatever we can do to help, we're going to do. And uh, just know that. I mean, I know that we all want we, – we want – everybody to be marching the same direction, but you know, people yeah, like yeah. yourself that are willing to, to, to step out and take on an extra role need support. So we'll be there for you, pal. And thank you guys for doing this, right? Because you saw a thing and you wanted to do it and then you did it. Right. That's what all of this is about, right? Angel share wouldn't have gotten off the ground if not for people just seeing the need for it and then just doing it. It's DIY. It's punk rock. Right, 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 right. right. It's if you want to do something, do it. You've got ideas, come to us, right. and we will help to facilitate any way we can. Awesome. And this is your culture, right? This is your supporters group, so grow it. Right. Anything else? Mm -mm. Okay, Matt. Thank you, sir. Thank Why you. Why stick around? So you can much. stick around if you'd like. If you want to switch with Matt, we can do yeah. our we can do our final segment. I'm sure you'd be interested in sticking around. Matt Dalton, ladies and gentlemen, now the president of the president of the Coopers. He's waving to nobody. <laughs> That's okay. We, there it is. There it okay. is. We see you now. That seat is on campus. And uh, leaning all over the you know all the here. folks, all the folks that have chosen to be leadership, Matt. I think you have to you got to tip your hat to them because, like I said, it's it can be really, really thankless. You know what I'm saying? 
I know exactly what you're <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, though. Appreciate it. Okay, so the last segment of the show we like to call Rim Shots. And what this basically is is that everybody gets a chance to rant a little bit uh, about something. could be Lucidity-related uh, or could not be Lucidity-related, soccer-related. So if anybody has something that wants to, Matt, would you like to go ahead? Do you have anything in particular? Could be the last game. I'm trying to think, yeah, how to, how to go with this. Well, I am uh, newly on the board, as we discussed, and um, just want to say, kind of be patient with us. We've There's been a lot of turnover. There's been a lot of chaos. We're going to be working really hard in the coming weeks and months to get things back to where they should be. So, yeah, please be patient with us, and if you've got ideas, I mean, keep sending them. If, you've got, if you want to help out, keep reaching out to us, because we definitely want we. I don't know. We want everybody involved. Right. And thank you once again for you personally for, for, for doing all the work that you're doing. You're just, you're just one of those guys. One of those guys. Yep. You know, I hadn't built anything in like a month or two and I was driving. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> in the edge. Yeah. Uh, you ready? Derek, yeah. you got anything? I had to look something up before I made this statement, but I just wanted to add that uh, I've got two things. The, uh, the United States men's national indoor team. Okay. It's still undefeated against Mexico. <laughs> nice. nice. And that makes me very happy. Uh, the other thing that I wanted to mention, we kind of touched on it earlier, is the standing room only supporter section. Mm-hmm. I'm overly excited about having this section. What the, what the team did is they went out and they looked at other supporter sections. They went out and they saw the atmosphere. Right. They saw what those people were doing with the sections. And we've, from what I understand, we've got it at both ends. The Scouse's house has standing room yeah, only. Yeah. yeah, so we've got this at both ends. We have there's so much opportunity here to to do to do wild and crazy things. So it, it, all it's going to take is for a group to get together, right. start something, and bam, we've got something that we will always remember. We'll have some originality over there. It's like we just have to get the people to come and do it, yeah. and and that'll happen. And and what you all are doing with the community and stuff down there, especially in Butchertown and everything, it's going to come together. And I, I'm looking forward to that. I can't tell you how excited I am for that. And and I understand, you know, we've got this, uh, we we've got the culture here in Louisville where, you know, everybody's been used to going to the U of L football games, and not that that's a bad thing. Right. But that, you, Louisville has a certain way of attending sporting events. And, right. and I know that that's a kind of a weird statement, but you can see it. Like, sure. if you you sure. can definitely see it. And the more and more people, can, can, you know, what I think that is, and I, you can tell me if I'm wrong. I think with the, with with the horse racing thing being so important here, wow, ice maker man. I, I think I think we just making lost, some ice. I think we just lost our I think we lost our atmosphere. The uh, I think Louisville's, Louisville's sports culture really is the is is derby. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the horse racing culture, you're not there for the first race. Right. You're not there for the second race. Right. And, I th- and I think that that's, I mean, we're, that's why I think it is what it is. I, I'm sorry to be good to interrupt you. Well, no, I mean, it, it's, you know, they, the more and more people, like, like I'm on, I'm on, I don't want to like plug, you know, what, what I do for work, but um, I'm on, I'm on L's campus all day. And, you know, they're like, and, you know, we've all been in promotional material at this point for, for Little City. People are like, you're that guy. You're that guy that hits the drum with the beard. I'm like, yeah, that's me. And it, it happens all the time on L because I've got, you know, college students. They're, they're, there's all these college students and there's teachers, everything. 
and they're like, you know, I went to my first little city game, man, and it was so much fun. You know, how do I how do I come over to your section? I'm like, just come over there. Just come on, yeah. Use your legs. Come over and say hello. Come see Walk us at the over. drum. Come and, say hi. And like, he and, and and Derek practices what he preaches because you did bring a first time person to a game last week. Did I did. You not? Yeah. Is she, is she here? She is. She's a beautiful young lady that came to her first game. Oh, look at that. Hi. <laughs> her name's Hi. But <laughs> um. But that's, you know, I, I see that all the time. I, I think, uh, and, and hey, this is something we can talk about later. Um, I could I could plug some stuff down at the campus of U of L. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I need to talk to you because I got an idea. I didn't okay. know you were on campus all the time. Oh, God. I'm, that's, I've been down there for the last three months, and I'm tired. Like, I'm physically tired. I need, I need you to make a spot. Okay. Uh, but yeah, that's that's I've I have a lot of out outreach when it comes to the to the university, um, and so you know I've got that I can stick my hand in there. But um, that that's a good opportunity there to get some of those guys in. I, I'd love to get the Luligans down there. I don't know what they're doing now sure. or or what their status is with our section, mm -hmm. but you know I love that that kind of trade out that we've had lately where we we all go to the U of L. Right, 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 right. Yeah, and and you know you've got those kids down there. They've got one drum and right. uh, it, it's. It's like an, it's kind of an out of tune drum, right, loud as hell. Like, right, we're going to talk a little bit about that in the future about how we can personally support college soccer here as as the groove machine or as something bigger than that on our own in our own terms. And and U of L soccer has yeah. earned They've our earned some support. Oh, yeah. presence oh, down there. No, like right. we tried doing that, Matt. Right, you were there a couple of years ago. Obviously, yeah. there all the time, and we sort of intermingled with them. Not that we won't do that. But I think we could do something on our own to make it a little bit more extensive than that. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Definitely. I don't yeah. know about you. I think that boiling point section needs to be more of a focus. Thank you. That's mm -hmm. exactly what I it is. I think we might want to set up camp over there and right. see if, if they'll if, join us. Exactly. Or see if new people will join yeah. us. You know? I mean, they got the pep band in that one corner, but if we set up, like, up top or even in the other corner. Exactly. could be a lot of fun. Good stuff. I mean, that's all I got. I, okay. I'm, I, I can't. I think that I'm uh, – with everything else that I've got going on right now, I'm like in the back of my head, I'm like, my God, we're going to be in a new stadium here right, in like right, right, in right. like six months. Right. And I'm like, man, this is like, it's going to be unbelievable. I can't, I'm overwhelmed already at how it's, it's just the gravity of the whole thing. When we walk in there for the first time, no. like we're, we're going to get emotional. Oh man. And it, this is, this is less than, you know, six, seven months seven from now, months, like yeah, we're yeah. going to go nuts. Right. And I, I, it's going to come so quick. If, if only people, a, a mm -hmm. lot of people I wish shared the amount of passion that we have for this right. and, and all they got to do is come down for like one game, man. Right. And they'd see mm -hmm. it and they'd be able to, you know, yeah. kind of participate with us. But that, yeah, that's me. I, I just, yeah. you know, okay. so uh, first opponent I've heard St. Louis and Indy bandit about is the most common do you have a preference, one of those two, or somebody else? Give, I, give us Same no. Get no. I don't want to eat. I, I want somebody that we're gonna utterly destroy. Oh, okay, all right. Give us Luden United yeah. or Har I want Hartford to come down here and just get the wrath. Like that's. But you know, I get it. It'd be great to have some away supporters here. But definitely, uh, it's the. I mean, we, yeah. Sorry. We started against St. Louis. I mean, you, you only get one chance to have your first game in the that's stadium. True. Plus, I mean, there's a pretty good chance Sean Reynolds, Gaia Ben, Kadeem Dakers might all be there, mm -hmm. so they could they could be in the opening game for the stadium. Yeah, yeah. Even though they're on different teams, they, they contribute. They're still part of sure. Like, even they're part of the story. Yeah, absolutely. Those uh, are the kind of guys that 
they pulled the uh, they could pull the upset. Yeah. They could come in. That's their legacy. They come in and mm-hmm. we left Louisville City a few years ago, and now we're the guys that could ruin their home opener in their new stadium. <laughs> they, better, <laughs> they better start thinking about they better start thinking about what they're doing with their own team right now. Oh yeah, St. True, Louis true. has taken a nosedive. Oh. Mod on. They got a couple games in hand, though, right? Yeah, but yeah, they're still in 12th place. Yeah, they've they mm-hmm. really hit it. So I've got, it sounds like a lot, but it really isn't four of them. Um, three of them are not Louisville City related. Um, I don't know if you guys read uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic had an interview with uh, ESPN Sorry. and mm-hmm. uh, basically took MLS to task. Mm-hmm. And it was gorgeous because. Perfect. He's sitting here for years, and this is personal. I'm sorry, it's personal vindication. I mean, for years we've been talking about this league, and what and 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 what they're doing. I'm not talking about whether you like a team or don't like a team. That's on you. I'm, and I would never disrespect somebody that does that. And I think it's great that people follow teams, and I'm I'm happy for players that make it, like like uh, Mark Anthony K, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and other guys that will eventually, make, you know, and 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 Kyle and, and Ranchinzing, right? Mm-hmm. But when you have probably the most egotistical player in, in, in current soccer in the world come out and say, you know what? I'm your league. <laughs> it makes people go, whoa, it does. That makes MLS fans go, what? Just, what did you just say? Mm-hmm. And, and uh, when he talked about the playoff system, it's like, why, why do you guys play these, all these games? You know, I, I could take a break for five weeks and make the playoffs. Talked about the competition, how the competition isn't the same. Where how relegation is why why people fight for their jobs. So at that moment when he said that, because I've never been a big fan of his, but I like him, you know. But then this land, which leads you to the second thing. I don't know if you guys caught this deal with LAFC where he elbowed this dude. Oh God! I mean, it was a measured, calculated, thuggish slice at this dude. The guy the, needs surgery. The guy needs surgery. He Mm-hmm. Right, put a dent in his head. The guy needs surgery. He didn't get a yellow, and they reviewed the foul, and he's not getting a suspension. Mm-hmm. He also called LAFC's assistant coach a. It, it wasn't the word rich. Right, so right, right. <clears throat> Which leads me to that second point. MLS has an opportunity. They, this is how weak they are. You just had a star call you out on ESPN, and then he does something like that. And you let him get away with it. I don't get it. Can you imagine that happening? In Can you imagine if if Cameron Lancaster did that to somebody? They throw, I mean, he'd get six games. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. And so it it just speaks to what that league's about for me. I, I just I, I don't get it. Why do this? He not only did he like I said, not only did he take them to task and a nationally interview or a national interview, he then goes ahead and lays somebody out because I guess he thinks he can. It doesn't get it doesn't get one foul for it, and that's why I just I don't, I, dude, I don't get it. I don't. Get I it. mean, MLS is to soccer what the WWE is to Greco-Roman wrestling. Yeah, I hear that. <laughs> that's a big call. It's soccer entertainment. It's just heartbreaking. The I, only I thing it. they don't do is fix the games. Right, and the only people they're going to fix are the people that watch it, and, and well, for all the people that watch it. And I don't know. I, so sorry, I don't mean to be negative. It just it, that's just another example. Just another example makes me feel like I'm, you know, it makes you feel like you. Everything that you've been feeling about it all these years is right, you know. Um, uh, Las Vegas is another example of American soccer. You want to talk – look, they have – I was a big fan of theirs, and I still am to a point because of, of how they brought introduced their personality. 
but they're they're a bag of crap. The team just can't play, and and they've and they've got a star coach with Winalda, and they've got um, you know they got the llamas, and they got fireworks, and they got all these promotions, and what they got is like 18 points or something like that. But I'm telling you, the next team that gets an invite is going to be them. And that's I talk about another problem with American soccer. That just shouldn't happen. As 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 wonderful as their personality is, and it is, and there's a couple more that are doing that. Madison's another one that have developed a very unique personality, and, and it's great to see that they're not stoic. Um, but man, it just it just continually gets my go that we you've got teams like ourselves that just continually have fought year after year to to be at the top of the table, but because we don't have llamas and Erica Winaldo, I guess we're not gonna. Get a bid or something. I don't know. It's American soccer where merit doesn't matter. Right. It's just anyway. So those are the negative things. Those are two negative things in one positive. But the fourth thing is uh, talking about Louisville City marching forward. I am very very happy over the last couple of weeks, uh, and you're here, and, and it's great to see this. To see that people are really literally putting an effort to put anything of the past behind it, whatever it was. I don't know what it was, and 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 try to get this to be what it's supposed to be. And that is a uniting force in the community, regardless of all the other crap, okay, that this is what this is, has the potential to turn into. And whatever effort I can do to help that, I hope whatever effort you can, you'll join in with that. So that's all the stuff that I had. Uh, anybody else want to add anything at all? I feel like I brought things down. I apologize. I should talk about dog, you know, dog farts or something. I like turtles. <laughs> turtles, are, turtles are sexy. I like turtles. turtles are the best. They got shells. How about that stadium? How about that stadium? Yeah. Right? So anyway, uh, next week, we can announce that we have – our guests are already picked. It's very cool. Mm-hmm. Howie Lindsay. Two weeks from, two weeks from Two weeks from weeks. I'm sorry, two weeks from tonight. We don't really – so Howie Lindsay is, has, has, has agreed. We talked to him today, and he's going to come on. I think that's pretty awesome. Heck, yeah. You know, he's, he's, a, he's an employee now of the team, and he's, he's a pretty big name in the community. Um, we have Glenn coming on. You know, I've decided that, you know, I don't – Glenn should have his own name like Cher. He should just be Glenn because he has this – he's Glenn. He's very much a Glenn. He's you know? aura. Have you managed to get a promise that he will be wearing a shirt? I, I, no. I'm kind of hoping he does it now, now that you said that. I hope. But Glenn will be here. Damn it. Yeah, right? And then, if, and then our, our special guest is going to be none other than Michael Bromelow Scouse. Awesome. He's coming on here. Uh, I love Mike. He's, he's a piece of work, boy. Mm-hmm. And he's done. You want to talk about a guy that has done a lot of work to help organize a section that 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 helps all of us. And uh, we'll we'll just keep taking it for. We've got a lot of other guests that are going to be coming on. We're practically we're practically set for the next three week next three shows. And I don't want to I don't want to give away anything, but we got some good ones. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a couple of really good ones coming up. Not one. Yeah. You don't have to worry about me. Uh, not as good as Matt. Not as good yeah. as Matt. But uh, who's got something? You got anything you want to finish with? I'm good. I'm good. You're better than good. I feel good. You're great. What about you? Vamos Morados. Vamos Morados. Everybody, thank you so much for being a part of this. Uh, it's going to take a while, but we're going to build this up, and uh, we got a lot of great plans for it. Thank you so much to everybody that's been on, and uh, I guess we'll see you in two weeks. Peace. Yay. <laughs>